this is the part that really pisses, and I'm sorry to start so early, but this is the part that pisses me off so much because I did my research. Yeah. I where I was going to go. I knew Scotland was out and, and England, really, because, you know, things are just going to shit in a shovel in both those countries just now. Scotland probably more so than anything. Yeah. I, I looked at Europe and I thought, if we're going to go, we go pre-Brexit. Um, because then we'll get the rights to for residency. I looked at the countries in Europe and France. France is the most anti-vax country in Europe. Right. It's the most bullshit country in Europe. They're always stirring it up. They never say yes to anything. And yet here we are sitting in France and fucking Macron comes out with the shit that he's come out with. So take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second hand car. And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions Episode 7 of Chasing Descent From France Where I am slightly pissed off But bonjour <laughs> Bonsoir Wherever you are Whatever time it is um, Because obviously people will be listening to this In the podcast I think there was 14 listened to it last week So hopefully we'll get more <laughs> but, uh, but these conversations will be around forever yeah, um, you know, take them as a cautionary tale. Take yeah. them as a cautionary tale that this 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 was a thing, and people could have listened. And I am Ben. I'm in the UK, um, and uh, yeah, I think we are both very very angry right now. And for those watching live, John has his gilet jaune on. I do. I have my yellow vest. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off with them. Um, the lefty soy boy with a cabbage for a brain known as Macron. Yep, yep. He's, uh, he's a complete asshole, um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll not beat around the bush. The guy is obviously taking the hump because he knows he's not here next year when the, the elections occur. There's no way he's going to win. He's been gubbed in the local elections, so yeah. he's obviously taking the hump and he's trying to shaft France. Um, and what I'm hoping is tomorrow is Bastille Day. So um, I'm going oh. to I'm going to uh, um, I'm going to an event tomorrow. So we'll see what happens, um, and I'll be I'll be asking some people as to what's happening and how they feel. But the whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. Today I was down in a, a town called Sivry, and I was parked outside the vaccination centre for uh-huh. maybe maybe 15 minutes or so. Um, while my good lady was at the post office and I saw one old guy come out. That was it. Just one old guy? One old guy. And I kept my eye on him in case he fell over and started convulsing. But uh, he was—he seemed okay. He got picked up. Um, but that was it. One old guy. So people have been going on about after his speech on Monday, you know, the vaccination centres were getting booked at 20,000 people a second or whatever. Yeah. I, still, I still can't see that happening in France. I mean... This is the part that really pisses, and I'm sorry to start so early, but this is the part that pisses me off so much because I did my research. Yeah. I looked at where I was going to go. I knew Scotland was out, and, and England really, because, you know, things are just going to shit in a shovel in both those countries just now. Scotland probably more so than anything. Yeah. I, I looked at Europe and I thought, if we're going to go, we go pre-Brexit, um, because then we'll get the rights to for residency. I looked at the countries in Europe, and France France is the most anti-vax country in Europe. Right. It's the most bullshit country in Europe. 
they're always stirring it up. They never say yes to anything. And yet, here we are, sitting in France, and fucking Macron comes out with the shit that he's come out with. So I'm going to have to sit and see and, and see what happens, because there's no way I'm taking any of this shit, um, especially after what I learned today about how the vaccine works. But we'll go into that a little bit later. So uh, before we get into that, do you want to uh, let the people listening now and the people listening on the podcast know um, what has been announced for France? Yes, absolutely. So from August, apparently, um, France will have mandatory vaccines for health workers. Yeah. So I think the current uptake amongst health workers is reported at 60%. So he's going to make it mandatory for them to have that. I can see that being an issue because the ones that... Oh, John, we've lost you. Probably switched. (laughs) I'm back, yeah. You're back, yeah. I can see it being an issue because the ones that aren't taking it are probably switched on. So I can see them kicking back. Um, the next thing is you're going to have to have a vaccine passport, you know, the the whatever it's called, the health pass or something in Europe, Status some shit like that. Yeah. But you're going to have to have that apparently to go to restaurants, pubs, shopping centres. Um, well, they even said, they said shopping centres, but I don't see how they can apply that to a, a supermarket because then you, people can't eat. What if you can't get the vaccine for you know, like yourself. Um, yeah. Well, well, they're, they're saying that the alternative is to have a test every forty-eight hours to keep your yeah. passport updated. However, uh, they're they're withdrawing free tests, so um, you have to pay for that. So if if like in my circumstance, you you can't have, um, mm-hmm. you're going to have to fork out fifty to seventy euros a, a pop every forty-eight hours to to be to have access to life. I well, mean, you know what? It's, I'm I'm just going to have to fucking go on a diet, and it's about time. Uh, we are in Minecraft world tonight, Vaughn. Um, we are in Minecraft world tonight. For those that are listening on the podcast, we we sit we put ourselves on a background so that we both look like we're kind of half really shittily in the same room. Um, obviously, because we're in two different countries, the background is Minecraft tonight. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's oh. the the the, it, the whole thing is fucking madness, right? I mean, it's so fucking sinister now. It's just it, so it sinister. It's so creepy. Why do you need to have people vaccinated for a disease that has a ninety nine point seven percent survival rate, which only kills those over eighty? You know, I, I, mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't answer your your question, John. I mean, but it's. <sighs> I mean, we're not coming from a position of of flat out anti vaccination, and we aren't. Absolutely not. Uh, and we've never come from that position at all. I mean, I've only ever come from a position of bodily autonomy, pro freedom, pro choice. Um, and if if you if you if you if you are willing to accept pro choice for other things, why not this? Um, yeah. It, it's it's. It's sinister, like you say, and it's just the nudging, the nudging, the nudging, the brainwashing. Um, I don't know if you were with us yesterday live or if you watched back Boris Johnson's uh, announcement from no, yesterday. No, I didn't, but I, I've certainly <sighs> caught the gist. But... I tell you, I tell you what, I had this out. Um, hold on, I had this out. Yeah. <laughs> Every two minutes, we were calling that the bullshit klaxon. 
Yeah. And every time he said something live that was shit, we were just going... <laughs> because Freedom Day. Freedom Day. It's anything but. It's no. anything but. And then you see the announcements today that, that to go to any sporting event, you're going to have to have a vaccine passport, right? Yeah, but, but there's 140,000 people going to the Grand Prix on Sunday. But that's With a vaccine passport. That's no, they won't have vaccine passports. That's before, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's, the whole thing's crazy. I mean, and Nicola, <laughs> apparently, Nicola has put Scotland on a level zero, but level zero means you must still wear a mask. Yeah, and actually, yep. fuck off. That's 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 Scotland forever. That's, yeah, if, if that's level zero, that's yeah, fucking Scotland, Scotland forever. Scotland's done, it's lost. Yeah. And what gets me is how people can sit back and take this, John. I, I have I have been absolutely, I've been on one today. I called someone a cunt in Asda. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've been on one because, quite frankly, uh, like yourself, I have children, mine somewhat smaller. But all of these cunts, and I'm saying it, complying my children into this yeah. have done my head in right and i've tried i've tried john i've tried to be nice to these people i've tried to give them the benefit of the doubt but right now anyone that still continues to comply with this madness i am just going to see as my enemy i'm sorry they are i'm, I'm, I'm sorry but they are they because are. their compliance their compliance has sleepwalked my kids into no fucking future into a future of tyranny, into a future of checkpoints, into a future of do what you're told, because that you know full well, you know as well as I do, that that app, right, once they've got that app in play, once they've got that passport in play, it's not temporary, they never oh. let it go, and then it just expands, and it expands, and it expands. And do you know what, John? I was warning about this in May 2020, and I was yeah. called every name under the sun. Nobody wanted to listen then. In fact, yep. the, the same people, the same people that are celebrating this, John, they turned around and they said to me, oh, you're crazy. They would never do anything like that. And if they did, we would stand with you against it. Well, where the fuck are they now, John? Where yeah. the fuck are they now? Exactly, exactly. Where the fuck are they? Because nobody's lifting a finger. In, in real terms, nobody's lifting a finger. I, I'm, I'm disgusted. Uh, do, 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 you, you understand, right? They've always said that we're six weeks... They've always said, oh, oh, Britain's six weeks behind France. That's what they've always said. And that rings true for this as well, because what happened in France six weeks ago, John? Everything sort of opened up, didn't it? Yeah, that's six yeah. weeks ago. Everything yeah. sort of opened up. So, you, so, so this is what happened, and this is exactly what's going to happen here, right? You got a little bit of a taste, didn't you, John? You were able to go to the to the pub. You were able to go to the restaurants. Uh, yep. People who like like it were able to go to the theme parks, right? No yep. status certification, no COVID certification required. You could, you know, you had to wear a mask, but you could go. Mm -hmm. And um, now they've they've taken it away from you, haven't they? They've they've pulled that away from you. Said, yep. oh, you've had the little taste. You've had the little taste of what you can have. Now, fucking do as you're told, or you're not getting it. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's exactly what they're doing. That's that's what's going to happen here. That's exactly what is going to happen here. We're going to get the six-week summer holiday where we can do what we want. Then it's going to get to the fucking autumn, and they're going to say, no, well, sorry, it's too dangerous. Too dangerous. Yeah. You're going to have to have your passport. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, 
So I've been to I've been to countries that have serious diseases like yellow fever. Yeah. Which kills fifty percent of the people that get it. Yeah. You get a vaccine before you go because if you get yellow fever, half the time you're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You get to the country. Nobody checks if you've had a fucking yellow fever vaccine because vaccines don't protect anyone else. They fucking protect you and that's it. So what's the point in me getting a vaccine to protect anyone when that's not how they fucking work? And do not mention herd immunity because you don't get herd immunity through vaccines. You get it through the people getting the disease and developing an immunity in the population. You don't fucking vaccinate your way to a, a herd immunity, especially during a pandemic. I, I don't know if, you know, I mean, you saw the link I sent you about the uh, that the, the, the German guy, the, virolo- uh, the vaccine specialist, yeah. who's been making vaccines for 20 years yeah. and uh, is very pro-vaccine, but he says this is why you cannot vaccinate in a pandemic because the vaccinated become the repository of disease. And that's exactly what we're seeing. What was that hospital today that reported that all their seriously ill COVID patients are double jabbed? So, well, mental. It is. It's. It's beyond mental. It's. It, I. I. I don't. I. I don't even know where to where to go, John. I. I. I don't even know how how we how we get through this how we get get past this because we're not coming from like i i feel like i have to stress that we're not coming from a place of of anti-vaccine and we're not coming we're not coming from that place but we are coming from the place that 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 this is just it's nonsense it's nonsense and it the only thing you can derive from it at this point is a nefarious alternative agenda the mm-hmm. only thing you can derive from it is that, because what what else is there? Because, like you said, the the cold hard facts remain that that COF, COVID nineteen SARS CoV two whatever you want to call it has a real term survival rate of around ninety nine point seven in the UK. In the UK, the average age of death with not from with mm-hmm. this disease is higher. It's eighty two years old. It's higher than the average age of death all round. Yeah, it's it's these facts are facts that cannot be got away from. They are facts. That is the reality that we are facing by the government's very own data. And how can people how can people look at that and say this is fine? This is fine because it's not fine. It's 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 beyond. It's just gone beyond the pale. We've gone from the the sublime to the ridiculousness. Oh, to the ridiculous in, in less than two years. In less than Absolutely two years. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Anyway, the um, so the 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 Great British um, what do you call it? The General Medical Board. Yeah. Yeah. General so, Medical Council, James. Yeah, they've um, they've basically said it's okay, it's okay if your doctors are fucking nutter, and says what he likes. He can say what he likes because that won't get him struck off. Mm. It's only if he does a serious malpractice that we'll get him struck off. So oh, do you know what? I'm just I'm dealing with some apparent registered nurses right now who are piling on me as we speak on Twitter, brigading me, being ableist, being bigoted, being everything under the sun. Uh-huh. And they don't they don't seem to think that they're uh, they don't seem uh, I've even said to them, look, I know which trusts you apparently work for. Um I'm gonna report your behaviour to them. Doesn't oh, seem wow. to be, doesn't seem to be quelling it. 
Doesn't seem to be funny. The General Medical Council came out today because someone reported that cunt Hillary Jones for telling lies on national TV. And he has been. He said it wasn't a new vaccine. It'd been around for years and it successfully treated SARS and MERS. Yeah, which is absolute bollocks. It's bollocks. We've never had a vaccine for SARS and MERS. And when we did try and make a vaccine for SARS and MERS, again, we killed all the fucking monkeys. Yes. That Dr. Hillary Jones, he went on TV and he just a flat out lie. It was yesterday morning or the day before. He went yeah. on TV and he just flat out fucking lied. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't even slight mistruths. It was no, just it was, it was unadulterated bullshit. And uh, this is the same Dr. Hillary Jones who, oh, wear a mask, wear a mask. Oh, oh is that you in the is that you in the Wimbledon uh, audience there, Hillary? Shoulder to shoulder with other people without a mask on, is it? Is that, is that you? Um, oh, I, I thought it might be Hillary. I thought it might be you. You, you. Is that you going on a cruise in a couple of weeks, Hillary? Is it telling us not to go on holiday? Is, is that you? Oh, 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 what's that? You're you're a cunt. You're a lying. You're a lying cunt. Um, well, that's okay. Um, that's okay because it's his opinion. Mm. It's not a medical opinion. It's his opinion. Right? But it's not an but opinion. Therefore, so, but, it's fine. But the things he said are not opinion. Apparently, according to the General Medical Council, they are opinion, and he, he can't be castigated for it because it's his personal opinion. But it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Well, it's it's, it's a false fact. It's, it's something fact. Yeah. It's something he stated as fact and was patently untrue. Patently, I, know. I will say, right, for, for, for the for the for the avoidance of doubt and for the for the interest of balance, the AstraZeneca vaccination, okay? has been used on human beings before in um, fucking Ebola. So basically, the Astra, what they did with the AstraZeneca vaccination is not an mRNA vaccine. They uh, took now, now, hold on, be careful here, because the AstraZeneca vaccine works the same way as Pfizer and Moderna, right? It's just the delivery mechanism is different. But what 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 we have seen is the base of the AstraZeneca vaccination was successfully used in Ebola. We have to be we have to give the balance here, right? And, and all they did this is why AstraZeneca were able to make and mass produce it so quickly. Their method was to just take the 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 main sort of spike protein slash ingredient and swap it out. But they used the exact same base as they used in their Ebola vaccine. Now their Ebola vaccine was used, but it was not used heavily. But it was used in human beings, so we have to we have to give the facts as they stand, and for the interest of balance, and that is the facts as they stand, um, as far as I'm aware, anyway. And so, if if you are going to be forced to take one, in my view, yeah, that that's probably your safest bet, despite the fact it's giving everybody fucking blood blood clots. Well, I would disagree with you on that point. Right. I think if you're forced to take one, it would seem that. The Sputnik or the Sino? Oh, the, the Sputnik, yes. Yeah, are probably safer because they are not, they are not fucking with your, uh, your, your cells. They're oh not- my fucking god! Oh my, sorry to interrupt you, John. MPs have voted 319 to 246 in favour of uh, mandatory vaccination in healthcare workers, yeah. including extended to anybody setting foot in a care home. So if you want to go see a family member inside your care home, you now have to have a mandatory vaccination. Uh, it, it, even, it, even, it, even 
um, stretches to the emergency electrician. So if an emergency electrician or an emergency plumber needs to come out, they must now be vaccinated in order to set foot into a care home. Um, this is that we've reached we've reached critical mass as far as I'm concerned, John. This is breaking point. It has to be breaking point for so yeah. many people because these these vaccines are still officially in trials until 2020 fucking free. All of them. They are still in trial yeah. until 2023. And now you're saying if you've got a family member, uh, like Lisa here just said, I won't be able to see my mum then. She's got cancer. She's like Lisa is one of she's one of my biggest supporters. She has cancer. She, she her mother has um dementia and it's in and out of between care homes and psychiatric wards she has power of attorney over her mother but she can't take care of her because she's going through fucking cancer treatment she can't have any vaccinations because she has no fucking immune system because she's going through cancer treatments <sighs> fucking mental mate. mental the world's fucked um I mean, I, I went home last. Well, I went. I went home last night after we um, we uh, we cancelled the the show because of the the injury, and um, I spoke to my wife about this, and, and we're like, "What the fuck do we do now? Do we pack up and go? Do we go somewhere else? Is is it Belarus? John, you know, where do, the fuck are we gonna go? What are we gonna do? I feel stateless, John. I yeah. feel state. I feel stateless, and I don't have a pot to piss in. I, I, I that's that's as far you know that's as far as it is i feel stateless i don't have a pot to piss in my children have no future here they have no future here and how the what and i'm fucked i can't take them anywhere i can't take them anywhere it's like is it sell up and jump on a plane and then claim refugee status when you get to texas i, I think it might be the place uh, yeah. I mean, but I, but I've got nothing to sell, John. I'm in a fucking council house. I've got yeah, nothing yeah. to sell. I know. You know, I can't even afford the airfare for fuck's sake. I, I, it's, it's as simple as that. You know, you know. Uh, but if you are in a position to get your family somewhere safe, get your family somewhere safe. Yeah, because you're fucked. You're fucked staying in the UK and you're fucked staying in Europe with loads of things. Yeah. And strangely enough. The one country that isn't forcing vaccines on people and isn't really that bothered is Sweden. And Germany. Germany yeah. are refusing mandatory vaccinations as well. It's... <laughs> and apparently... Oh, apparently the SMP... More fucking Nazi than Germans. And apparently the SMP are against mandatory vaccinations. The what? Apparently the SNP are against mandatory vaccinations. I yeah. heard that one today. They're fucking for everything else. Mm. They're for ruining businesses. They're for ruining lives. They're for not letting people, you know, not letting people breathe by making masks mandatory, by continuing social distancing, by me making sure all business fails. The SNP are a bunch of cunts. <laughs> You're absolutely right, my friend. You're absolutely right. A bunch of cunts is an understatement. Um, what we have been sleepwalked into by brainless, compliant populations is fascism. This is fascism. That's um, fascism. Yep. And the thing is, 
I mean, you see all these people, they LARP, don't they? They wear their black bandanas and they LARP as anti-fascists. And they go, oh, anti-fascista. Oh, anti-fascista. Uh, yeah. uh, and yet the, the second someone does actual fascism, they bend down, oh, lick the boot, oh, oh, step on me harder, daddy. Oh, oh, step on me harder. <laughs> see, this is what I don't understand. Antifa is actually a fascist organisation. Of course it is. They fucking love it. They fucking love a bit of fascism, John. John's gone again. Hold on, he'll be back in a minute. Hold on. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get him back in a minute. John. Hold on. I'm, I'm here. He's back. He's back. I, I, I can hear you perfectly. It doesn't break for me. But it's like... It, the irony is lost in Antifa that they're a freaking fascist organisation. They don't think they are, of course they are. They're, 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 poor, little, they're poor little middle-class tosspots laughing anarchy. That's all they are. Um, oh, mummy, mummy, daddy, oh, my house is dirty. Hire me a cleaner whilst I go out and burn down a Starbucks. Fucking... Ugh. Anyway, that's been a lot of energy in the first, what, how long have we been 20 minutes? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I... And uh, let's move on to something a bit lighter now, shall we? What is the wine of the week, my friend? Well, the wine of the week is um, is this. Okay. Oh, it's reversed. It's reversed. Yeah, That's we're right. both. Hey, tell me to do that. Both both of our cameras are. Right, the so original uh, the original shirt that the camera cut my arms off of was a free hug shirt, but free hugs was written on it backwards, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I know the. It, this is a thing that phones and cameras have started doing because people take so many selfies. selfies. They automatically reverse the picture so that it looks like you're looking in a mirror. But the thing is, fucking... I'm actually using an actual camera. It's up there. Look at a mirror. <laughs> I mean, I'm using an actual camera. Like I say, it's up there. It's not attached to my laptop. It's a fucking lot. It's a camera. It's 100 quid. But it's, it's just Escape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the wine of the week, we'll get to it. It is a white wine by the looks of it. The wine of the week is a Roche and Mazé uh, Sauvignon from Pédéon. Right. It, um, it is a, a cheeky little box. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Of uh, approximately three litres, I think. Appro approximately. Approximately three litres. I think it's had a couple out of it before I uh, grabbed it off the wife. Right. It's perfectly drinkable, and it came in at the princely sum of nine euros ninety cents. Okay. For three, three liters. My uh, wine of the week is tap water. Oh, good man! Mm. So you're off the coke. Yes, I did exactly as I said I would do. Um, I, I I drank those last two cans in that last bottle, and I've had no more since. I felt like utter shit Told for you. days. But there has been, once again, a very positive development that my stress weight loss has been increased by the weight loss. With the, so um, I, I'm, I'm losing weight even faster. I'm now at the princely sum of over two stone. That's good. That's good. Did you get, have you been to the doctor for a checkup? I've, I can't get a hold of my fucking doctor. I, I, I believe me, I have a doctor, haven't you? Huh? You've actually got a decent doctor. Yeah, and I can't get a hold of him. 
I cannot get a hold of him because my my actual GP is uh, unfortunately one of the partners of the practice, which makes getting an appointment with him a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. But I would rather wait and get an appointment with my actual GP um, yeah. because he is a good man. He's a really good man. And yeah. he, he, he actually said the exact words to me when I when he did my blood test when uh, when when I was mask exempt uh, and, and the practice weren't allowing it. He let me in and said, no, he is mask exempt. Shut up to, uh, to to the young people. But he personally did my blood test and he said to me these exact words and I will never forget them. His words were the public and the government are going to have to these exact words accept reality that this is just another cold or flu and we're gonna have to get fucking back to it yeah yeah and unfortunately the government haven't heard that without the fucking obviously but but he 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 just said you know those exact words the the public and the government are going to have to accept reality um can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you fine can you hear the rain Yes, it's really battering it down there, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, it has been here like today. I was uh, because we've been working on the office uh, and studio, uh, and um, we've lost John again, I think. We'll just uh, wait for John to return. Uh, yeah, that was rain, Shalini. That was rain, but we, we, will, we will get our Mr. Porter back. Uh, I've, I've lost it. Oh, there he is. Um, no, I. I don't know if it's the weather that's having an effect because last week we were five we were by fine. five. Yeah, um, I so think I don't know if it's the weather. It could be. Um, I, I would I I would consider Starlink because it's available now in France. Right. Um, but I don't know if I'm staying in France and Starlink is region locked. Did you know that? I did not. So if you buy a Starlink and say you buy Starlink in Scotland and then travel to England, it may not work. You buy a Starlink in Colorado and move to Florida, it may not work. Dirty bastards. Yeah, yeah. Dirty, uh, dirty bastards. Because it's linked to the path of the satellites. So you probably find if you bought if you bought Starlink in Canada, say, and then moved to Scotland, you might yeah. be all right because you're a similar latitude. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean that could work. I, I'm just gonna uh, our our, our um, we we've both had uh, dealings with, and you've had a uh, podcast with Latimer Older, haven't you? Um, yeah. I'm just gonna read out a tweet he put out earlier, which has really, really resonated me with me, and really should start resonating with a lot of people. And it's this: we all own and pay for the NHS. All its 1.2 million employees are our servants, not our masters. There is no need to adopt an air of cringing supplication um, beforehand and whining gratitude afterwards when we get the service we all pay for. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, on that point, may I tell you what my doctor did to me? You, you may. So... As I have, I have a prescription that's been a, it's been a recurring prescription for almost two years now. Yeah. Oh, right. He's gone again. We will get him back. It's just the weather. He's back. Yeah, I think I think it's just the weather. It so, the recurring prescription, uh, repeat prescription that I've been getting every you know two months, and my friend's been sending it over to me because I still pay. National insurance. Well, of course you so, do, because you own a fucking operating business. Yeah, 
But so for before anyone says I'm not entitled to use the NHS, I still fucking pay for it. Uh-huh. So I think I am. You know what my doctor did? Took me off the list. What a bastard! Yeah. What a I never bastard. even said I never said anything, right? I said I said I was going to Europe for a few months, but I'd be back. They fucking took me off the list. So I'm not registered there anymore. So how are you going to sort out your prescriptions from now on? Um, well, the French are pretty good, so I'm going through residency just now, which won't take that long. So I've still got a couple of months of prescription left because I stockpiled some that's before good, I left. That's a good shout. Um, and that's yeah. basically what we do as well. Like, I always make sure that my doctor gives me a little bit extra each month and I keep a stockpile because I, I, emergencies happen. And the thing is, I'm on what? Every 28 days, I take around 510 pills, something like that. Um, I'm on a lot. And um, it's it's tough if there are issues. And, man, that rain is amazing. It sounds amazing. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on a minute. I'll see if I can show you. I'm not sure you'll be able to because we're in Minecraft. Hold on. I was getting louder. Hold on, if I take us out of Minecraft for a minute. Oh, yeah, of course, we wouldn't see anything. If I I put us in speaker view. It's all right. No, no, yeah, you are. You're on the screen now. Everyone can see you. Wait, hold on. Um, we, we can't see the. I can see the rain coming off the window. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're. Are you in? Are you in the Chasing Liberty mobile at the moment? Sorry. Are you in the the camper van? Yes, I am. I am in the Liberty Mobile. I mean, that thing looks... That thing is decked out. That thing is luxury. <sighs> it is decked out. Um, is that thing a manual or an automatic? Uh, it's a manual. Oh, okay. So I can't borrow it. Um, <laughs> you, need a, you, you need a C1 to drive it as well. Oh, for Because it's got six wheels, two axles. At the back, it, uh, I don't know how the licenses work in uh, France, so I don't know if the same requirements are a thing. Um, uh, say something, John. Oh, we've lost John again. Um, no, no, I'm st- I am still here, but. Um, right, so Shalini here in the chat says you should drive on out of France, John, because it's going to get ropey. Um, Jesse, my co-host, is she works in care. Yeah, but where, where to go? I, uh, well, I think John. I think we need to uh, we need to start a pot, and uh, we need to to either buy an island, or we need to get the, get our fucking asses to Florida or Texas, like you say, and, and claim some sort of fucking political asylum. 
can I can see you. This is annoying. You. you still getting me? Yeah, we got you. You're still here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the the that was a particularly heavy thunder clouds that went over. So I'm hoping it will pick up a bit. Yeah. I mean, it probably most definitely is the weather that's causing your disruptions today. And obviously people will notice we are two days late with doing this show, and I'll explain why. A Sunday, John wanted to get pissed with family and friends and watch the football, um, and uh, we did our alternative football stream. Um, and uh, Monday, yesterday, when we were meant to do this show, um, about half an hour before we were meant to go live, my son uh, took a... He, he, it, it was rain particularly like what John's just been going through. Um, he decided he wanted to go bounce on the trampoline outside. So he went and had a bounce on the trampoline in the rain. He came back inside, had soaking wet feet, slipped straight over in the kitchen, uh, smashed open his lip and uh, impaled his hand, essentially, on the corner of the kitchen side. Uh, and... Uh, it was very, very bad, and there was lots of blood. And he's had to go to the hospital, so my wife took him on off up the hospital, and they've had to glue him shut. So uh, that's that's why last night's show did not occur. Uh, I stayed home and looked after my daughter, and we chilled out and watched some shit on the TV whilst my son got his uh, hand glued up. But he's on the mend. He's He's been the cheeky little bastard today. He's had plenty of ice cream, and uh, we got him a Chinese to boot. So he's quite happy. Although the, the hospital did completely bandage him up, and it looks like he's got a boxing glove on. And uh, he's been quite happy. Like, he went off to school today and... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, Soram says Jesse and her child's bus knows. Yeah, my co-host Jesse, her seven-year-old daughter, John, right? Just twenty-four hours before, uh, twenty-four hours before my son slipped over and impaled his hand. Her daughter, seven years old, same as same as my daughter, fell over and bust her nose open. That to go to hospital. I mean, you can hear me. Yeah, there we are. we're in the classroom. There okay, that'll do. That's as good as any. What the hell? Okay, we're in the classroom. Um, how, 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 yeah, Skype might get stuck sometimes and, and all of that. Um, I'm putting the fundraiser in, in the chat right now because, quite frankly, uh, I've been trying to um, ramp up the construction of the new studio, which I promise you is coming. Um, it's just taking more time and money than I could ever have imagined it, it would. Um, but rather than use the GoFundMe at the moment, we're asking people, if you are able to donate, please do it through the Buy Me A Coffee because that's instant. And then we can literally go out and buy shit. Yeah. Um, I've just um, managed to get all of the wiring sorted today. So <laughs> we've been out and we've bought all of the wiring. Um and so that's ready to go when we can install it. I've also bought some beautiful blue LED spotlights that can sink into the wall. Um, they're going to be, uh, I haven't decided whether they're going to be in the background behind me or if they're going to be in the side walls yet, but it, it's it's lovely. Um, I actually got them so much of a bargain, right? These things work. They work. We've tested them. Yeah. And um, I got them in Wix today, reduced from £30 to £2.50. That's a damn good bargain. 
£2.50. £2.50, that's £2.50. Pay. I was, I was, it said on the box, Transformer missing, right? So we didn't mind sorting out Transformer. Yeah. yeah. But we, we, it works. It was bollocks. It was all there. <laughs> so we, we've got these lovely blue spotlights, 10 of them, um, for, for, for £2.50. And it's, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Well, it is a result. I mean, I'm not happy that, that all of this has to be built in England because yeah. if, I had, if I had my way, we'd be out of this shit heap tomorrow. Sometimes you just got to fight the fight you're on, mate. Well, but I think me more than most knows that. Um, yeah. I'm not saying I've done more than, than everybody else, but I'm saying I've done more than most. Yeah, um, yeah you have. Um, on, in related news... Mm-hmm. I have moved. I have moved the podcast hosting. You have, yes. Yes. So I was on Libsyn, which was costing me forty dollars a month, and even then I couldn't do. I couldn't do my, you know, my chasing liberty shows. I couldn't do them because this was taking all the bandwidth up. Oh fucking hell! Um, so I've moved that to a thing called Red Circle. So it, for for users, it should be completely seamless, but um, it's it's free. Free's better. We like yeah. free. Is yeah. it unlimited bandwidth as well? Yeah, unlimited bandwidth, both up and down. I looked at uh, Anchor FM, but the problem with Anchor is that apparently it's very difficult to claim on- ownership of your podcast. Oh, wow. So that's not something you want to give up. Well, well no, and uh, I, whilst I've got uh, a holding on Anchor, I've yeah. got a holding, I don't have any content. So um, I would... I would look at Red Circle or Red okay. Circle because that's. Uh, um, I did some research and went through different ones, and Red Circles looks pretty good. Okay, well that's good. I mean, uh, going back, going circling back round to talking about the uh, drinks that I have been consuming. Yes. Um, the other thing I have only been consuming, apart from water, is coffee. So it's yeah. water and coffee, and I'm not saying I don't have sugar in my coffee because I have, yeah. you know, I have two or three coffees a day, and I'll have three or four sugars in them. I like it sweet. God. Right, yeah. I like it sweet, but it's not ten cans of coke. So, are you feeling better? That's the big thing. No. Now, after after how long? Uh, well, on and off, I've been drinking ten cans of coke for three years. Uh, yeah. Three, well, ten years, mate. Well, well, yeah, about right. ten years since I stopped drinking. I dropped. I've been drinking about three liters plus um, a day, um, and I came. I came off it for a while earlier in the year. And I went through this downtime and then I got really, really stressed and I went back on it. Um, but no, I feel like I still feel like I've uh, every inch of me has done 12 rounds. Um, mm-hmm. However, that is probably more due to my disability uh, uh, and the, the, the withdrawals exasperating it, so to speak. Yeah, yeah well done. I mean, sugar, like everything, is a drug, ultimately. And coming off it is, is pr- proper withdrawal. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, I'm not off it completely because obviously I have sugar yeah. in my coffee. But but it's everything else that's in that shit as well. Like it's not just sugar. It's every oh. other chemical that's pumped into it. Uh, yeah. Every other preservative and stuff like that. The caramelized, you know, the caramel coloring and stuff yeah. like that. I'm off all of that. And yeah. uh, that stuff's not running through my body now. All and the, all those e numbers. Yeah. 
um, I, I, I don't feel I, I don't feel amazing, and that's probably also aiding my fiery anger at the moment. It's yeah. just it's helping me. Oh. John, what are we gonna do? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, mate. But let me tell you about the a vaccine um, and how they work, which I found out today from an English doctor. Go ahead. I'll send you the link. Um, but yeah, it was quite interesting because he's um, he's been looking into this because he's he's been getting patients that have had vaccinations, and they've been coming to him with shortness of breath and um, heart problems and stuff like that. And he's thinking, what the hell's going on? So after some research and um, he's been in contact with universities and things that have been investigating this, so they reckon that when you get your jab in the arm, twenty five percent of it stays in the arm. Now, they thought all of it would stay in the arm and it would work locally, but apparently that's not happening. So it's going into your bloodstream and your, well, apparently your lymphatic system is grabbing it first and then it's ending up in your bloodstream. Okay. And because of the way the, the, this vaccine, well, it's not really a vaccine, because of the way this, this genetic manipulation works, it injects some, it in, it basically injects inf- information into your cells to make the spike protein. Yes. Now, and and you will you will accept that everybody is now saying that the spike protein itself is a toxin. Yes, people are saying that quite widely. Yes. Well, it makes your cells make the spike protein, which is fine in your arm when it's in muscle. But it's not fine when it's in your kidneys. It's but, not fine well, when it's in your heart. Yeah, it's not, but... Even worse is when it's in your bloodstream because the only cells available to the, available to it then are the uh, epithelium, the light, the lining of the the blood vessels. Okay. And it's it's going down to the smallest of capillaries, and then those cells it's making spike proteins, and the spikes proteins jut out into the bloodstream. So the the, um, the doctor says it is inevitable that this will cause blood clots. Yeah, well, I, I, I think, right, so the way they worded the whole blood clot thing is very, very clever to the uninitiated and to people who are not paying attention, which, unfortunately, is the vast majority of people. What they'll say is um, the instances of these very rare blood clots are, are low, Yeah. Yeah. But what they don't mean is the instances are very rare. What they mean is usually the type of blood clot is very rare. So um, it's 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 another it's just another manipulation of words, really. Yeah. Um, but it's. <sighs> so to, to carry on, the doctor then has been giving the patients that came to him with issues um, a blood test yeah. called a, a D-dimer which tells them, well, the results give you the indication of whether you've had a blood clot or not recently. Okay. Not a while ago, but recently. And what it does is it picks up blood clots that are so small because of the changes in the blood chemistry that they're able to tell if you've had a small blood clot that's not causing you any problems. And every single patient that he tested that had had the vaccination had these markers. Okay, but because Soljar says here in the chat, but why isn't everyone getting blood clots? Well, now, no, what the doctor's saying is everyone is getting blood clots. So, but, 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 
but that's no, one that's one source however if that if that information is true it yeah. needs looking into and it needs looking yeah. into now and the it blood needs clots, the blood clots aren't necessarily large enough to cause issues and right. okay but what they are also doing is they're getting into things they're getting into the capillaries and the in the lungs and they're causing small blood clots in the lungs at the end of the capillaries which, which is, is causing shortness of breath. Shutting down those capillaries, which means the tissue around it's not getting any oxygen, so it just dies, and you end up with a reduced lung capacity. Okay, um, and like I said, that's something worth looking into. And, and like for someone is, like... That's not coming back, because lung tissue doesn't regenerate. Apparently. No, it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, and uh, my wife, um, who has had her first one, as everybody will know, um, and is not getting her second one, is um, she's heavily asthmatic and she's got very reduced lung capacity anyway. Um, she blows 250 on the peak flow. And even as a 20-a-day smoker, I can blow the peak flow to the end, you know. Um, yeah. uh, and if that is the case and that is happening, then it's definitely something that, that I should be worried about in my wife, that she should be worried about in herself. But at the same time, if these tests have been done and these people have all shown these markers, then it needs to be brought to the fore. It needs mainstream. Yes, it, needs, it needs it. Uh, and um, I'm going to tell you a story now, John. And this could be the first time anybody's heard this. Um, I'm going to have a woman on my show in the next couple of days who called me. Uh, she's a personal friend who um, tries to stay out of tries to stay out of all of it um but she's just she's been through something in the last 48 hours that i'm going to tell you about and i'm going to try not to get angry whilst doing it she went to aldi shopping yesterday this happened yesterday um she went she went to aldi shopping and she got out of her car um and she heard screaming she heard screaming um she went to investigate what it was, and it was a man having both a heart attack and a stroke, the paramedics confirmed. Um, a man with no history of heart problems, a man with no history of stroke, and a man who had only had his second vaccination two weeks ago. Um, now, this story gets even worse. This story gets even worse. Because they called an ambulance. Staff from the Audi came over. Uh, they called an ambulance. This man, uh, there's a registered nurse there, by the way, a registered NHS nurse, who refuses, has her muscle on, refuses to go to touch the man. Says, I can't because of COVID. So my friend, this woman, in her, in her 30s, has this man, for what she knows, dying in her arms. There is someone who's saying they are an NHS nurse right there refusing to touch this man, refusing to get involved. The ambulance took 45 minutes to arrive after they had been told that this man was having a stroke and a heart attack. Okay? It gets even worse, John. It gets even worse because they loaded the man into the ambulance got in the front of their ambulance and sat on their phones for 35 minutes with a crowd. Did nothing. Went nowhere. We, I, 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 I don't... 
Pardon, sorry? Were they working on them? No. They were, they were waiting for confirmation as to where to take him. And three times their door was banged on by my friend and other members of the public. And they were simply told the hospitals are overwhelmed with COVID. Which was a lie. That is a lie. That it was a lie. lie. Um, and they, the, 35 minutes later, the ambulance starts moving. She, she doesn't know where, where they've taken them. Well, she does, but I won't say, uh, because uh, she ended up phoning the man's daughter through his phone. Um, she's waiting for confirmation whether or not he's alive or dead uh, currently. She doesn't know. Um, like I say, the only history, uh, medical history the man has that could be linked to any of this is he had his vaccination two weeks ago. He He's no history of stroke. This daughter confirmed this. No history of stroke, no history of heart problems. And the way the NHS treated him from three different angles there, an NHS nurse refusing to step in, refusing to step in, an ambulance crew taking 45 minutes to arrive and then taking 35 minutes to take him off somewhere. Um, this is someone having a stroke where every minute matters, where every minute counts. And this is how the NHS, in this circumstance, treated In front of a crowd of people, in front of a crowd of people, this happened. It didn't just happen in front of one person. And then my friend said, a man turned to her. I, I don't know the age of the man yet, Carl. But, but my friend said, a man in the, in the crowd turned to her and said, Something about this isn't right, is it? Just the way they were acting and the way they were behaving, it just didn't make any sense. That's crazy. It's crazy. Pre-COVID, I had a similar incident. I was on a ride out with uh, the Harley guys, and yeah. we'd stopped for, we'd stopped for lunch and uh, you know, just to grab a sandwich in a Sainsbury's car park. And um, one of the guys choked on his sandwich and ended up having a heart attack. And, yeah, um, so he's lying there getting CPR done on him and mouth-to-mouth by an NHS nurse who was in doing her shopping, right? So they did everything they could. The ambulance was there within 10 minutes. Um, Another ambulance arrived, okay, so the ambulance was there, they loaded them into the ambulance, the ambulance didn't go anywhere. They were still inside working on them. Another ambulance arrived, they parked that ambulance up, and the crew got in the first ambulance with the guy in the back with the two paramedics and the nurse, and then they drove off to the hospital. So the guy was never left at any point without someone giving them CPR or or mouth-to-mouth um, -mouth right. or oxygen. And and they, they, they took him to hospital, and, and he was alive, but Unfortunately, it just, you know, it wasn't the, it, it just didn't work out. So, unfortunately, he died, you know, a couple yeah. of days. But they, they gave it their all and they did everything they could. So, in your situation, the situation you're telling me about, I would say that nurse should be done for culpable homicide if the guy doesn't survive. I agree with you. I mean, like I said, uh, there was others in the crowd who were turning around and saying, none of this seems right. None of this seems right. Um, <laughs> and my friend who called me, who was in tears, you know, in shock yeah. from all of yeah. this, while she was telling me, she, she said to me, she felt like they were they were trying to let him die. Yeah. 
it, 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 that, that, she, that, was, that was her word. She said it felt like they were trying to let him die. Um, and I figure, and I wonder why, why would you do that? Um, and, it, and it occurred to me, and this is just me opining, right? So don't, don't ascribe any fact to this or anything. But is it because they would rather put down that the man died of a stroke and heart attack than he come around and say, well, this was the vaccine that did it to me? <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, but I would hate to think that it had got. I would to hate to think that. I'd, I'd hate to think it got to the level where nurses and paramedics are taking that kind of decision. Why didn't she step in, John? <sighs> because she's not. She's not a real nurse. She's either an attention seeker, or she is a nurse that's been completely brainwashed and is no longer. Worth, is no longer a functioning part of the NHS. I mean, that phone call I listened to, you know, I listened to a young woman in her 30s in tears who had just had a man that she she, think, she thought was dead, you know, yeah. thought was dying in her arms. And mm -hmm. to go through all that, um, and she doesn't know what to think. The crowd of people don't know what to think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you've got other members of the crowd questioning the treatment, Questioning yeah. the treatment, uh, none of this seems right, and it doesn't, Johnny. Don't seem right. Um, no, I know, I know. I mean, I, I, I had a a situation um, where a guy had received a, a a stab wound to his, um, I think it was uh, it was his arm, and uh, we were we were first on scene, but we are not paramedics. Okay? No, you're police at the time, actually. Yeah. So we did our um, we did our bit. We um, we we staunched the bleeding with pressure, and we kept the affected part above his heart. Basically, yeah. you know, we held his arm up, right? Of course, yeah. And we were on the radio, you know, saying, "Can we get an ambulance?" Blah blah blah, such and such. And they're going, "Yep, yeah, we got one. Come, got one coming on its way." And it took them like it was like forty minutes, forty-five minutes before this ambulance arrived. So, I mean, halfway through it, we were getting tired. You know, could you hold the guy's arm up? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, people don't seem to realise that that, that still, is... You've still got to do your bit. Even if he is a Ned, you've still got to do your bit. You know, you don't really want someone dying and... Oh, well, no, bleeding out on you or anything like that. Yeah. This guy's starting to fade in and out of consciousness because he's lost that much blood. Ah, we, look, you know, we're on the radio, look. Do we put him in the car and take him to hospital? And they said, no, don't. The... the the, the ambulance crew are saying, do not do that, because if he dies in the police car, we're fucking, we're, you're getting chopped. And I'm going, but we can't stand and let him die in the fucking pavement. No. <laughs> we're having an argument with the people on the fucking radio, and and all the Neds are gathered around us watching it, and they're actually on our side, because we're saying, we're going to have to take him to hospital. And at that point, when we were just about ready to pick him up, the fucking ambulance arrived. Well, my first response would have been, and where the fuck have you been? Yeah, I know. I know. I, 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 like I said, I don't want to believe. You think the NHS is a wonderful, wonderful organisation. Right, Glasgow, a city of 750,000 people. Yeah. yeah. Has two ambulances on the night shift to cover the entire south side. Oh, he only has another three on the north. So that's five ambulances available. 750,000 people. 
Well, that's going to be. <laughs> and, and the thing is, that was that was before they started cutting the NHS. That was back in the in the two thousands. <laughs> What's it like now? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Well, Nicola Sturgeon's running it now. Mm-hmm. Nicola Sturgeon's running it now. Um, I, I seem to have become a big blurry blob. Um, no, I can see you fine. I'm back. I'm back in my seat now. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I, I believe this. What, what what this young lady told me was was entirely accurate. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I listened to the horror in her voice. She's in tears, saying, I thought he was going to die, Ben. I thought I was going to have someone die in my arms, Ben. Um, And she's waiting for confirmation back from the man's daughter. I haven't actually spoken to her. We were going to have her on this afternoon, but she was just too distraught. Um, And um, I haven't actually spoken to her since. I've let her have, you know, time to try and process everything she's been through the last day. Um, but I'm hoping the man survived. I really am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm shook, man. I'm absolutely shook. Because I got this phone call whilst my son was at hospital. Um, so my yeah. son's off at the hospital having his hand glued up. I'm, I'm babysitting my daughter. I'm worrying my ass off about my son anyway because he's autistic and he mm-hmm. doesn't do well. With you know getting yeah. help things like that, um, and and then I get this and I'm like, well, how the fuck am I meant to process this? You know, I know. And, and you know, it's humbling that these people come to me to try and tell their stories, but at the yeah, same time, no one else will take it on. That's the but, problem. But no one else it. will take anything negative on. This is it. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got, um, I'm just just going in WhatsApp at the minute. Because if you give me a second, uh, I called her right last night when I said super glue. Yeah, it was super glue. Yeah. Um, well, but, that's what invented for for the Vietnam War. Yeah, I know. Um, but that's that's what the done is took that in his hand. But, but um, I, I I've got a I've got a, got a message here. It says Ben, me, and I, I won't give the name. Um, who has become a media darling, talking about his problems from his jab. So he's been uh, going around the. He's been talking about problems from his jab in the media. Um, and I've been asked uh, to contact, uh, to, to, to interview this man. Um, so the, the media will interview him in, uh, in in one context. They'll let him say, you know, the basics, the brass tags. But here on this show, I'll let them say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And, and I think they need to, you know. I think people need to be able to to to, to say what's happening to them. Uh, I've I, I interviewed one woman who was uh, we call Janet. I know her real name. It's not Janet, but she didn't want to give her identity. Uh, it's on my YouTube channel, in fact, about her adverse reactions to the AstraZeneca jab. Uh, I've interviewed another man on this Twitch show about his adverse reactions to the AstraZeneca jab and everything they've been to. I mean, both of them refused to have their second. They didn't want their second one because of what the first one did to them. And, the, you know, the vast reality is there are millions, millions of people in this country alone that don't want their second one because of what their first one has done to them. And yeah. they are not being heard. They're not being heard. And my tiny little platform here, um, 
while it survives, will be used for people to tell their stories, be it the jabs, be it the um, be it the, what the restrictions have done to them. I mean, you, John, um, you interviewed me from the off, but then I interviewed you back in return. Yes. Uh, and I, I heard your story and what the restrictions have done to you, man. It's fucking disgraceful. It's disgraceful. You know, you, you've lost one of your gyms. I, I, I know yeah. that. You've lost one of your gyms. Yeah, and I lost my IT business. You lost your IT business. And you've had, you had to get in a fucking camper van and flee the country. So six, six after, you know, after what, nine years of six-figure income, well, not direct income, but six-figure turnover, Yeah. right, and paying tax and VAT and everything every year, that's all gone. It's just gone. I don't have anything, and the government gets nothing now because yeah. the business is gone. In fact... The business owes the government like you know sixty grand that they're never going to get because there's no business there. It's just no. gone. I, I, and I mean, purely because of government restrictions. And where's your, where's going to be your address? Where 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 are you going to get that back from? You know, they they've taken it from you. And what do they what do they expect? Do they expect that sixty grand out of you? Because fuck that! How hey, dare they? Come and get it. <laughs> Come and get it. Lisa in the chat here says some serious legal uh, class legal action needs to be taken, and I have to yeah. agree. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think serious legal action needs to be taken for losses mm -hmm. um, all over the shop. It needs to be taken yeah. all over the shop. But but the thing is, even if those businesses win that legal action, who pays for it? The public. The taxpayer. Yeah. Yeah. The and public. The, let's face it. At this point. The only taxpayers left are those that work for super corporations, you know, like Amazon or Apple or whatever, and the councils. It was always the plan, John. It yeah. was always the plan. Um, like I said, like like when we go back to the beginning of this conversation, um, I said I, I said last May, May 2020, I said that this was always the plan. Yeah. I said it was never about a virus. In fact, it was never even I, I, I've never even put stock in the vaccine being uh, poison or damaging or anything like that. Um, what I put stock in is the compliance needed to get these systems underway. That's yeah. what I think the plan has always yeah, I, been. It's a, it's a Chinese social credit system. It's exactly what it is, and it's what it always has been, and that's always been the plan, and people need to fuck up and wise up, because I think in this country we've got six weeks. I think we've got six weeks. That is the time frame. And once once that six weeks has passed, it's over. It's over. There's nothing I mean, we can do. Who would have thought, you know, 10 years ago, right, that, that you might actually be contemplating immigration to Russia? Because it's a freer society than the one you're living in now. But the thing is, people will call you crazy for saying that, but, but it's objectively true. Yeah. I mean, Freedom Day is the biggest, biggest fucking misnomer. It's the biggest joke on earth, John. <laughs> There's no freedom to be had here. Um, no. It's just, it, I, I, call, I call it license. I call it, I call it route and license. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so let's try and lighten the mood a bit because this has been a right doom and gloomer, hasn't it? It was, it was always going to be, John. Yeah, it was. It was. So I was out. When was I out? Monday? I think we stopped. We stopped at the bar, the bar to back. Won't be able to do that next month. Sorry? Won't be able to do that next month. Well, see, we'll see because we stopped at the bar to back on Monday for a coffee. So we just pulled in. 
and uh, we walked, we, we rocked round and we went. Uh, it was raining. Had, it was just kind of drizzling, so we thought we'll just go inside. So we went inside, no masks. We sat down, no masks. The waitress came over, no mask. We got our coffee. We paid cash. We got up. We walked out, no masks, no questions, nothing. Someone's question. Yep. Sound <laughs> question. Have I told you about the sand per me? Have I told you about that before? No, but I've just seen a very, very. Listen to this comment in the chat, right? Listen to this. This is the reality of what people are going through. Yeah. A critical thinker on Twitter says, My hubby said to me last night if he didn't have kids, he'd kill himself now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. At this point, at this point, it's difficult to understand where the outs are, but. You've got you've got to keep your wits about you. You've got to keep thinking that you can you can change your own life. Yeah. And, and there's always something that comes up. And yeah, things might. I mean, last night I was right down in the dumps because of that Macron shit. But then it's like, well, hold on a minute. What the fuck's he going to do? How's he going to how's he going to impose it on me? And unless they send soldiers round and hold you down, how the fuck are they going to do it? You know? Yeah. They're not going to stop me eating. I'll get food one way or the other, even if I have to go to the the the, the drive. You know, you, you order your food online and they come and put it in your boot. Yeah. So, you know, I don't need a I don't need a vaccine passport for that. So I'll, I'll still manage to eat. I mean, and and let's face it, I could go for I reckon I could go for a year easy without any food. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that good a stockpile. <laughs> And built, so I've yeah, never... I was going to say it's, it's all bought, paid for, John. Although mine's depleting fast for some reason. Mine's oh, depleting yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm in the yeah. fourteen stones for the first time in God knows how many years. I'd love to be at fourteen stone. No, no, I'm not at fourteen stone. I'm oh. just in the fourteens. Ah, right, okay. I'm yeah, we, I'd still like to be at the fourteen something. <laughs> did, you know, yeah. did, you, did you know about the Scottish guy that didn't eat for three hundred eighty-seven days? Is it you? No, no. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Scottish guy, and he was—I um, think he was something ridiculous, like thirty-three stone, which is, 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 yeah, that's more than actually. That's actually more than double what I weigh. So. I was twenty-three stone nine at one point. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, yeah. I saw your wedding picture. I saw your yeah. wedding picture. Yeah. Um, so this guy was thirty-three stone, and he thought enough's enough. He went to the doctor. And, and they said, I want to lose the weight. And the doctors said, do you want to fast? Because they wanted an experiment. So he fasted for 387 days, nil by mouth, bar water and vitamins that the doctors gave him. And he lost, he lost, I think he was, he lost more than half his body weight because he was down to 16 stone two, I think, by the time he'd finished. And he had no excess skin because he lost it by fasting well fair enough and it's it's uh yeah i, I can see that being because it's a, literally a natural cleansing and a natural yes yeah. so the, your body goes into autophagy and it, it burns all the crap so yeah. as excess skin is becoming becoming available your body's just using it up as food yeah just eating it yeah basically. Um, that's what autophagy means to eat oneself I mean, Sora says here says uh, that's the big thing about weight loss is skin. And you know what? With the speed I'm if I, with the speed I'm losing weight, um, mm -hmm. I think there will be skin. Um, it's actually so far I've dropped two stone in under a month. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. I'm still. Uh, 
but the skin has gone with it. So that's good. That's good. The skin has gone with it. So um, I'm, I'm obviously in that sense, I'm quite, I'm lucky. Um, but yeah, uh, Sora says two stone in one month is a lot. And you know what? Most of that was whilst I was drinking three litres of Coke a day. Yeah, it was. So uh, that was you were told last week to go and get it checked out. Yeah, and I've tried. I just can't get hold of my fucking GP, but I have made the changes. I have made the changes. Right. Good. I know you have. You're stuck to your word. Well done, mate. One thing I will say, um, one thing, you say keep it slow and steady after this, or I'm, I ain't in control of my weight loss. All right? I, I'm not doing anything to lose yeah. weight. I'm not changed my diet except the Coca-Cola. That's, worry. That's the worrying bit. Um, it's just falling off. Um, uh, that that is that is the worrying bit. So uh, I'm I'm not in control of this weight loss, so I can't keep it slow and steady. But I'm, I, uh, you know what? If it's stress or if it's anything like that, I'm I'm grateful for the side effect. I will say that because uh, you know it's probably stress, mate. Because you're working you're working so many hours that yeah. you're burning up all those calories. Because let's face it, what's the what's the where's the most calories burned in the body? You tell and me. the brain, and the brain. Okay. So if your brain's running flat out, you're going to be burning loads of calories. Yeah, You're but back. that's autism, mate. That's what? autism. My brain just doesn't switch off. Well, there you go. I mean, but the brain uses more calories than any other part. Well, well, that's that's fine because I, I um I, I voted with my brain, but I am on the water. I am on the water. But you know what? Next week or this coming Sunday, when we when we record episode eight, I might actually get a fucking bottle of wine. I haven't had. I I, I don't drink. I don't a drink, John. A cheeky little rosé. I think so. I think I might have to. Um, I I think I, I, I I'm getting to that point where I, I'm going to take up drinking again as a hobby. <laughs> 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 just to try and shut myself down every evening because I'm yeah. getting to the point where I don't switch off and I'm I'm lying awake till 2am thinking of things. I'll give you an example. We are launching a campaign, John. Um, this is this is the first most people will have heard of this. We are launching a campaign in the next day or two against vaccine passports. Uh, we're going to try and get anybody and everybody we can on board. We're going to be asking for a lot of help. Right. It's not from the position of anti-vaxxers, uh, but it is against it. It, it, it is for medical freedom. It is for yeah. medical freedom. Uh, we, we, we've, we're creating uh, a campaign page, which is going to go on our website. So that should be up either tomorrow or the day after. Um, we're creating a hashtag. Well, actually, I won't tell you what we've used, but we have stolen a very popular hashtag as our own, and we're going to co-op the meaning. Um, and um, so, that, so that will spread the message out further using that hashtag. Um, and um, we, we, we're also going to try and, you know, get some some fucking blue ticks and some celebrities on board. Some of them yeah. follow me. Some of them follow me. They've got reach. They've got fucking... Yeah. Um, yes, Shalini. I saw your tweet earlier, so you'll find out if they're genuine or not, won't you? Well, exactly. Um, um, Shalini says we need an update from Stop Common Pass, Ben. Have you been in touch with David? I will, uh, I'll tell you now. We're going to have a conversation in the next uh, week or two, me and David are. And uh, also uh, me and David and Adam and others uh, are working uh, in the background, in private, on this campaign. We are all working together. And whilst we whilst whilst these campaigns will be together, 
we're going to keep, you know, doing our separate work because what we need to do is keep our camps doing what we're doing. But at the same time, we need to unite under a banner, under something to have one unified voice. And I don't care about infighting. I don't care about these groups all infighting. No, I don't. I'm not part of groups. I'm not members of groups. I do my thing, right? But who, we, who's David? David Scott. Uh, David Nolan from Stop Common Paths. He's he's a very good man. But I, like I said, I don't care about infighting. I don't care about any of this. You groups want to do your groups. You do your groups. You do your thing. But when it comes to this, when it comes to this, this is the single most important fight that we have on our hands. This is the single most important fight that we have on our hands anywhere in the world. Anywhere yeah. in the world. Yeah. And, and you know what? For Florida, for Texas... Fucking God bless Governor Ron in Florida yeah. um, for having the balls to legalize against these things, legislate against them. Because yeah. you know what? Every single government on this planet has the power to do that. And the fact that they're not, the fact that they're not says more about them than I want to know. It's, it's the, the thing that gets me is the three African nations that stood up against it, they're their presidents mysteriously disappeared, didn't they? Well, I mean, I mean they, they died. They didn't they, disappear. They died. Yeah, they died, but they didn't stand against passporting. They stood against the vaccines in general. Yes, they did. Uh, and, and, the, and the vaccines are, are, regardless of whether or not I think that they are intentionally poisonous, which I still don't, right? Which I still don't. I, I am... I, I, I've never seen because if, if a whole bunch of mass deaths start occurring and it's directly because of that, the people that have done it wouldn't survive because those that are still surviving, there'd still be enough of them to fucking, you know, go after them. There would. You say that, right? But how many people, how many people are switched on and connected enough to actually do anything about it? See, this is this is my this is my other um, this is my other bugbear. Uh, and it's a message that I want to speak out to everybody right now. In fact, anybody that listens who's watching live and anybody that listens on the podcast, uh, my message to you is this. It's time. It's time to stop moaning on Twitter and on social media. And it is time to start doing. Even if that doing right. But let me let me first of all say something to you. If you're going to go, right, because there are many people who will attack me and say viruses don't exist and all of that, right? Yeah. If you're going to go up to a general member of the public and say viruses don't exist, you're going to fucking lose them right there before yeah. you've got any further. Yeah. You need to come at this. You need to speak to people and you need to be firm, but you need to say something along the lines of, yes, there's a virus. You need to acknowledge there's a virus because if you don't, you've lost them and you'll get nowhere beyond that because yeah. these people have spent the last 16 months being afraid of that virus. So you say, yes, there is a virus. But it's not here, as bad as you think it is. Here is the reality, right? If you want to print off the government's own data yeah. about survival rates and things like that, you go ahead and do it. And you give them the ability to look, go to this website and look. This is government's own data. Now you say once you, once you've talked them through it and you've talked them, you've tried to talk them down. Do it calmly. 
Mm-hmm. You say to them, this is what I always do, and this is what I've always done for the last 16 months. You give them two options. Option A, this is the most mismanaged fuck-up they just keep doubling down on that you've ever seen. Or option B, there's something nefarious behind it. But you let them decide which one they think it is, because if they if they come to either conclusion after your conversation, they're still on your fucking side. Yeah. They're yeah. still on your fucking side. Yeah. So the general public are not going to be accepting to there is no virus, the viruses don't exist. They're not going to be accepting to that. You, you, you can't you can't start any conversation with the general public about German terrain theory. You just no, you can't. can't. You can't, because they, they, you know, the general public have not looked into anything. They've just done what they've been told to by the TV because they have been scared shitless by the months and months and months of multimedia propaganda coming from here. But, 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 but Lorraine says it's for her own good. Oh, Lorraine Kelly! Lorraine Kelly! Oh, stay at home, Pat, stay at home! <laughs> Piers Morgan says it's for our own good, but there's Piers at the fucking football, you twat. Yeah, yeah. Here he is, look. Oh, hello, Piersy. Hello. Hello, Piersy. And Susanna Reid at the oh. football. Hugging fans. Uh, Tom Cruise with Boris Johnson oh, at, at the yeah. football. Tom yeah. Cruise. Oh, better, better than that. The president of FIFA, who's from the red-listed Brazil. Yep. Uh, how could he be there less than 48 hours after he left Brazil? Tom Cruise, right? We'll talk yeah. about Tom Cruise for a sec, because they've been filming this Mission Impossible film here in London for fucking ever. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, remember he went off his nut because some, some of, of the crew... They had their mask down. Asked. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's because they had their mask down under their chin. Yeah, um, well... Yeah, and, and he went off his nut and, and he started and, screaming at them, we have to shut down production if you guys get past This cunt, this... Do you, know what, do you know what this cunt did on Sunday? Yeah. This, yeah. He, went to, he went to Goodwood, yeah. he went to the Wimbledon final, yeah. and he went to Wembley all in one fucking day. All Joy. in one fucking day. Yep, he did. All without masks, all in crowds, no distancing. He's fucking fist bumping David Twatham on the telly. He's fucking. I could, I could, I'm, I'm sitting here. We're, we, we're doing the stream. We're doing the stream, and I've got the, the the football on over there in the other twenty feet away from me on my TV, and I've got this little door to the studio open, and I had to set up differently because I, I could not be asked to bring a 42 inch TV closer, yeah. right? But um, and I. I, I and we, we went into this, we went over this, because there he is. There he is, Mr. Mission Impossible. Mr. We have to shut down production in crowd after crowd after crowd on the same fucking day, without a mask, without distancing, without any of it. Yep. And it's just James Corden, who did that fucking vaccine song. Oh, oh we're all going to get our lives back. Fuck off, James. He's a fat cunt. He's yeah, but... Ugly cunt. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a fat and ugly cunt. Yeah, but he is. He is. <laughs> You're not a fat and ugly cunt. You're lovely. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, no, I'm fucking gorgeous, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> no, is uh, a fat, ugly, annoying cunt. That's what he is. That's true. And, 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 and I must <laughs> say, if I... 
annoying, useless cunt. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did he get a fucking primetime US talk show? No because he's a fat, ugly, useless, annoying fucking cunt. <laughs> he's got no talent. I mean, he's got no talent. No discernible talent. Not- I remember James Corden doing that I thought was moderately funny at the time was the advert. Which advert? That advert where he was running. Nope. This was like years and years ago. Nope. I'll find it and send it to you. But surely right. someone in the chat room will know, will remember the advert, surely. Maybe. But 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 the thing that I just, I don't know, like, his, he, he had, I remember he had a comedy partner. Um, oh, he did Ma- that with, was it Wayne and Stacey? St- oh. Yeah, yeah, he did Gavin and Stacey, but Matthew Gavin, Horn. Wayne and Stacey. Gavin and Stacey, yeah, but I've never seen that. But Matthew Horn, who played Gavin, was actually his sort of comedy sketch partner. Right. Um, outside of that. And I tell you what, far funnier of the two. Yeah. Far funnier of the two. And yeah. yet he went absolutely nowhere, really, with his career. He went nowhere. And yet Corden's in Disney movies. He's in fucking... <laughs> for, the, uh, for the listeners there, uh, uh, Mr. Porter is miming Mr. Corden sucking on that. Uh, uh, we'll, say, we'll say a cock-flavoured lollipop. <laughs> um. But I, 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 but still, he's he's flown into England from an ambulance country, of yeah. course, and he's right there in the stadium with elderly people, members of his family, all hugged up. Right? Are you telling me he quarantined for a fortnight? Because I don't no, believe he didn't, because he's a high value businessman. Oh, is he? He's a high value businessman. Yeah. He's a high value businessman. It doesn't need to abide by the regulations. It's just a no talent cunt, really. Yeah, I know it. We we know that, but you know, I mean. Because he's a high-value businessman and COVID won't touch him. I mean, literally, he's in a Disney musical movie, right? Into the Woods, I think it was called. Um, oh, can I, need I say more? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was called, I think it was called Into the Woods. And he, the, the thing is, today, you're sure of a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm making here is that's a musical okay. and he was singing his whole way through it and he, he played a baker, I believe, from what I recall. Um, and uh, I'm thinking, I can snore in more tune than you. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I am actually a singer, uh, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what? Or what? How has this man got this job? What? I mean, you can mind cocksucking all you like, but how did this man get this job? How? Because maybe, maybe he did. Maybe he did do the dirty. You may, may, think maybe he was one of uh, Weinstein's last victims. There was a picture of him and Harvey Weinstein. I was going to say, do you think they were more than just friends? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Hollywood is a dead of debauchery, is it not? Oh, I mean, Harvey. It always has been. Oh, Harvey. When you came and you gave without taking... <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea. I've no idea, you know what really goes on, but I think I think there's been a lot of shit going on in Hollywood, you know. Oh, of course there has. Of course there has, because with when it comes to Hollywood, um, if you don't have the right politics, your movie's not getting made. 
Yeah. There's there's so much shit going on there behind the scenes. I mean, Hollywood Boulevard itself in California is two thirds owned by the Church of Scientology, real estate wise. Um, and when it comes to the right politics as well, you know, most of the high level fucking celebrities are ingrained with that cult somehow. Right. Let's go on a little digression here. How how the fuck right? Can a science fiction writer? <laughs> help? I mean, this is brilliant. Uh, I've got to give him all. I've got to give him due. He comes up with a fucking church of yeah. Scientology. Yeah. He gets people to pay a large proportion of the salary into that yep. church, and he gets it full of celebrities, and keeps it so fucking under the radar that nobody, not even the IRS, can touch them. No. Nope. That's that's brilliance. That that guy should have written a business book. L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, well, yeah. he did. He did write a business book. It was called Dianetics. <laughs> well, yeah. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was how to dupe the world. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, what a fucking stroke of genius. <sighs> Critical thinker says, "Thank you both. You've made me smile. You've actually made me smile and laugh. Thank you." Oh, um, <laughs> as the drink flows, the conversation gets more lighthearted. <laughs> as the drink flows for him, I'm sober. I'm a teetotaler. Yeah, I, he, he, that's why he's got the three liter box of wine because he's he's drinking for both of us. Um, oh, oh, it's on the screen. It, it, you can kind of see it, but that's why he's. <laughs> it's still heavy, so I haven't drank that much. Well, you 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 best uh, you best top up, haven't you? <laughs> you you uh, speeded on up, John. Um, oh, he is. He's filling it up. So was I filling it up, or was I draining something else? <laughs> <laughs> Depends how you look at life, really, isn't it? Uh, well, look, it's the same car. We can just pass it through again. <laughs> I'm definitely I was, I was watching something the other day on YouTube and this guy was going on about he was in Thailand or something and he said I'm really not a great fan of strip shows and I'm thinking okay and he's going it's like why look at something if you can't get into it <laughs> I mean he's got a point he has he he's has. got a point he has got a point He's he's got an absolute. He's he, you know I've I've never quite understood those that are, are fans of pornography, and we might have some in the chat that are. Uh, yeah. I, I I've just never seen the appeal, but then that's probably because I'm a, a, a blissfully blissfully wedded man. Um, and we I use I use the word blissful um in the sense that I'm lying, but um. <laughs> in the sense, wife, if your wife is in earshot, you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that there, John. See yeah, yeah. There? That's a shackle, John. That's that's not that's not that's not a declaration of love, John. That's a shackle. Our <laughs> problem. Did you have to be a dowry? <laughs> I have three camels and a goat, please. <laughs> Lisa says, John, um, is it back on the road in your van now? Macron's made his announcement. Not yet. Not yet. I am. Um, we're, we're, um, we will see what happens. I'm hoping the old uh, Gilets Jean come out. Go and get your prop. Show them. Show the prop. prop. Yeah, show the prop. I have my Gilets Jean here. There it is. You can you can sort of see it. 
you can sort of see it. Skype is sort of allowing you to see it right now. Uh, it doesn't do well. But anyway, there's a gilet jean, so it's, it's available. In fact, everybody has one because we have to carry them in our cars. Yeah, I've got three in my car. Yeah, well, you need one for each occupant. You need, well, yeah, I've got I've got three in my car because I drive to France all the fucking time. And I yeah. usually drive with three people. So I've got three in my car. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you say, everybody has one. And I've also got a blue press one as well. Um, And I've also got a COVID-1984 Marshall uh, printed one. Uh, It says on the back, COVID-1984 Marshall, uh, question nothing, stay in line. Of course, that's a good one. And then on the front, it says no love, no fun, no questions. <laughs> One of my fans uh, made it for me. I was I was very um well because I'm I made one myself out of pen, right? So I I you know marker pen and the like. Yeah. And one one of my one of my followers was like, "Now nah, I've got to do your real one." And then yeah. they're like a week later, this it turned out oh, it's brilliant, John. It's, I'll send you some pictures later. Um, it's 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 brilliant. I actually wore it at one of the London protests, not the last one, the one before, and I wore it the entire damn day. Um. Shalini well, says, I have one at work, but it has Fire Warden on the back. I mean, <laughs> that definitely do for a, for a, for a riot. I, I will say that. Don't wear it in prison, because I'll not go down well. No. Fire no. the ward. <laughs> um, what are we looking at in the chat here? Uh, Lisa says, may have to, have to sell up and buy a van then, but where do you go? Well, um, that's the question, Lisa. Where do you go? I mean, we were talking about it earlier. It's it's like, do we go Russia? Do we go Sweden? You know, where do you go? Right, Sweden? so if, if, we, if we all decide, we could go and buy a plot of land together in Russia, right? And uh, this water could be replaced with pure vodka. And uh, we could we just sit here every week. Get potato skins. Yeah, but we could just sit there every week, just going, here, comrade, we are now in Russia. We're here. <laughs> we, we, we're here. We, we, so, love, we love communism. And, uh, we well, love... Communi- the Russians never loved communism. Yes, but we have to pretend to love communism. But this, the, Russians never, the Russians never even pretended to love communism. They just suffered it. The Russians are they're a very stoic character. I mean, you look at the siege of Leningrad. They just suffered it until yeah. they could fight back. You know, never underestimate a Russian. I tell you what, I pledge undying allegiance to leader Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He, he, at least he fucking stands up for his people. You at know? least, at least he wouldn't oh, fucking send us probably, to the gulag. He probably did used to shoot them in the back when he was yeah. in the. Oh king. yeah, yeah, for sure. He seems to be standing up for them now. It, it, oh, there's, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that he's a dodgy murdering bastard. Well, yeah, yeah, but hey. Show me a politician that isn't. Well, well, yeah, that's true. Um, but 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 at, at this point, um, te- are Texas going to let us in? I mean, we could we could claim political asylum. I I, I genuinely think we could get away with it too. South Dakota, Kirsty, Kirsty Norm. Well, I think Ron DeSantis in Florida might be the best one to appeal to because he he was the first one to be very very hard and anti. Um, uh, Abbott, yeah. Greg Abbott, is it in Texas? But, but Kirsty, Kirsty in South Dakota never shut anything down ever. I know she didn't. I know so, she didn't. So Ron DeSantis did 
Yeah, he, for one month, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And then he thought better off, I suppose. And then Governor Greg Abbott in Texas shut down for a lot longer. But then yeah. one day, one day he just decided it was over. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, and Texas has never looked back. No, I mean they haven't. And I mean, when you try and make these arguments to the people, say, "Oh no, we're opening up too soon, John. We're opening up too soon." You say, oh, "Texas exists." Florida exists, Sweden exists. We don't talk about Sweden anymore, do we? Because it, despite the fact they are kind of a dystopian hellhole, you know, with the whole cashless thing, and in some, in some senses, you know, they're sticking chips in people's hands and saying you can pay for shit with that. Sweden worries me. See, Sweden, Sweden's always been a really, really socialist European country, and it does worry me from that point of view because yeah. they're, they're they're too lefty. But, yeah, but the thing is, I'm a lefty, and I always fucking have been. But yeah, I'm now called every name under the sun. Yeah, but oh, I don't know. Sweden's just—it does worry me to that extent. But the 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 legislation seems to be in place that they don't do what every other country is doing, and i.e. change the legislation to make all fucking dictators. Well, yeah, because uh, they they actually kind of care about their people. Well, and, possibly, yeah. Uh, that's why the Constitution allows it. Uh, I've just been called milk toast. I've just been called milk toast by Vaughan. Um, I think it's that I sit in the middle on issues uh, that I'm kind of a fence sitter, but I think that, that this conversation today has shown that I am not sitting on the fence about certain issues in any way, shape, or form. Oh, I think uh, she obviously didn't hear the start of this programme, did she? He, but no, he didn't. Oh, he, sorry. Um, I went off on a fucking fiery one at the start. Even John was taken aback. He was like, <laughs> he was like, what's going on here? And and I, I was more demonstrative than I am normally, I must admit. Yeah. And um, yeah, Vaughan says, today I am a right-wing extremist because of the way... That, but the thing is, that's how society would see me because the smear job has allowed it to happen that way. Um, anyone's a right-wing extremist if they, one, want freedom of speech. Yep. Into bodily autonomy. Yeah, it's it's. You're a right-wing extremist, for God's sake, man! Can't but the same thing is, just do it for the sake of other people. Well, this is it. Uh, uh, but, but, but then, if you try and make the same argument, say, uh, okay, let's let's take let's take the um the the argument of of the abortion lobby, right? Yeah. Um, they want their bodily autonomy, right? Personally speaking, personally speaking, uh, on a personal level, I am very, very anti-ending a life. Um, however, I also understand and respect that I don't own anybody else's body and they need to make their own decisions and they need to deal with their, live with their own consequences, mm -hmm. right? But yeah. at the same time, if... I am supposed to now just bend over and do what I'm told and lose my bodily autonomy. Why aren't pregnant women meant to do that? Yeah, yeah. And it is well, the same. It's the same issue. I'm sorry, it is. What gets me is it's gone. It's gone the other way. Which I I really don't have any strong feelings either way. Um, I think people are responsible for their own body. I when, this was when it comes to pregnancy and abortion and whatever. So I I think there are certain certainly arguments for it in certain occasions, yeah, and there are arguments against it. But I thought what we had is not not too bad. I.e., you could terminate up to a certain yeah uh, limit with with good reason, right? With the good medical or mental health reason, yeah. 
which I think is is relatively fair. But New Zealand's just gone the whole fucking other way, haven't they? Oh, don't get me started on that you fucking... You can now terminate up to, what, nine months? Yeah, you can, and it's... Uh, and uh, actually, uh, we're getting into the range of, of China, where they used to kill the child as it was coming out, because that yeah. was the second child and you were only allowed one. Yeah, it's wrong. It's, I mean, it's sick. That's sick. It, it is sick. It that's, is absolutely that's sick. A fully formed human being. Yeah. It's being terminated as it's being born. That's just sick. Um, many levels. And it is. And at that point, um, any, any argument for, oh, it's just a bundle of cells is, is far gone. Yes. That, that, argue, that argument does not exist. Um, no. And, and like I said, right, just because I have my own personal, like when it comes to my child, my children, my own personal um wants and whims um also my wife is a human being and if she didn't want to have another child i would have to accept that okay i would have to accept that and uh, whilst i would be extremely distraught um it's it's ultimately not my full decision um, yeah, yeah, how, the- however however um just because that is my personal view for my personal circumstance um what well, like i said I have to caveat it with I am so pro fucking freedom and so pro fucking rights mm-hmm. that if you want to make that decision for yourself, you must live with the consequences, but it is your decision to make. You will never find me picketing an abortion clinic. You'll never yeah. find me doing any of that. Um it's it's none of my business. It's none of my business. What somebody else does with their body. And, and ultimately I would only stick my oar in if it was my own child because it's my child. That would be it. Yeah. And and ultimately, if the decision was made to terminate my child, that I, I I'm not I'm not evil. Simple. Yeah. And I'm not going to force someone to do something they don't want to do. Uh, but what about what about boiling lobsters alive? Well, this is a. Uh, um, So that's set to become well. That's illegal now, isn't it? Or yeah, is it set to become illegal? Yeah, um, and it's just a practice that that has gone on forever. It's yeah. just it's just yeah. the way fresh lobster has been cooked. And I mean, obviously, well, yeah. so I mean, what, it actually goes further than that because you're not no longer allowed to ship live lobsters, right? So I don't understand how that's going to work because how do how do lobsters get from the boat to the tanks and the restaurants where they're still alive if you can't ship a live log lobster? Well, they're not going to, are they? Um, so they're going to have to kill them and send them in fresh. But yeah, you can't really do that because lobsters are really ridden with bacteria and that's why you boil them alive because as soon as you kill them, the bacteria starts to breed at an incredible rate. Well, maybe one- they're going to have to go on ice, aren't they? Well, yeah, but yeah, but they're going to have to be frozen. So effectively, if you want a fresh lobster, you're not going to get one and it's going to be a frozen dead lobster. Well, uh, uh, we have uh, here on the seafront, we have a fresh fish and lobster shop. Um, it's literally on the seafront in a shack. It's been there forever. Um, and um, they're, they're lobs- they, they catch their own. Um, they literally, yeah. they, they put the pots out and all of that. And so they're there in the tanks for you to buy. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But 
I mean, restaurants. But then taking them home, food. but taking those. So, so where does the rule lie? Because if I can buy that live lobster and take it to my home, uh, is that exempt from shipping? Because that's technically shipping, oh. isn't it? <laughs> well, well, Here's the thing, though. How the fuck can you enforce do not boil a lobster alive? Well, you tell me. You tell me. How the fuck it... But how the fuck can you enforce... You, you come from a dystopian hellhole that said that if you fucking have a conversation around the table that someone don't like, you can go to jail. Yeah, you can't enforce that either. So, see these laws that you can't enforce? They make the law... They make the law an ass because what's the point in a law you can't enforce? It's just a fucking joke. There's no just, point in doing that. It just makes you look stupid. It's just compliance, John. It's yeah. just... Com- it's just... Com- I think the lobster thing's not come from Boris. It's come from fucking Mrs. Boris, hasn't it? Of course it has. You get everything that's going on right now comes from that fucking crazy bitch. Um, and, 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 I'm, and I'm sorry if, if nobody likes me calling her that, but that's what she is. She's a fucking crazy bitch. And these people are running our fucking country. Oh, remember the, the headlines? Oh, Carrie Johnson steps out as Britain's first lady at the G7. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Shalini says Princess Nut Nut. Yeah. Well, um, talking, about, uh, talking about people in the public eye, well, what, what was going on with fucking Kate Middleton? I'm not. I was being there at the football yeah. while she was supposed yeah, to be isolated. The math, the math doesn't add up there. Can she not right. fucking count? Uh, oh, oh, she's probably on a pilot. She probably, you know, she's probably got the Michael Gove treatment. You know, Michael Gove, who got who got pinged by the app uh, on his way back from Portugal, and then went on to a fucking pilot where you could test every single day that only has Michael Gove on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrendous. Just fucking oh, oh Michael goes on a special NHS pilot. Anybody else on that? No, it's just Michael yeah, Gove. Just Michael, uh, just, just Michael Gove. Yeah, that's uh, that's called one rule for them and one rule for us. Right. <laughs> now, I don't know if there's any royalists on in, in the support or whatever, but I'm I'm not a strong proponent of the Sachs Coburg Gothas. Um, but that what's going on with that wee cunt George? He's a creepy looking fucker. Is he oh. sure his name's not Damien? Now, I'm not going to go there because I'm not here to denigrate children, right? Regardless of, of whether or not they're, they're fucking. <laughs> but it's out there. I've said it. <laughs> but how uncomfortable did that poor fucking boy look? All suited to the nines. What, what, why would you put your kid in a fucking fucking suit at the football? football match, right? At a football match. I know, it's crazy. Okay, let's go to someone who's slightly older. Okay. So he's 19, right? Is that okay? Can I have a go at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. Formula One driver. Which one? Lando. I like Lando. Right? Right? Right, carry on. He goes to the Wembley game. Right. He's there in his McLaren GTR. Right. He gets his, at the end of it, he gets mugged. He gets his £40,000 watch stolen off his wrist. Right. As he pulled out of his McLaren GTR, his watch stolen and then let go. Who the fuck in their right mind goes to a football game wearing a £40,000 watch and driving a McLaren GTR? No, I'll stop you right there, John. 
Who the fuck spends forty thousand pound on a watch? Well, he didn't. He he'll never have spent that. That'll be a sponsorship watch. Yeah, that'd be free. And um, the car's free as well because that comes from McLaren. Yeah, I, I mean, we should really get some funding, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should really. Get... It's like, for fuck's sake, mate! You're nineteen, but you're not supposed to be stupid. Well, this is it. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not saying it's his fault. Because these things shouldn't happen. But no, they shouldn't. you have to think, hold on a minute. I'm gonna go where there's like, you know, a hundred thousand people hanging about outside who are all pissed and I'm gonna stroll up in my fucking nice suit, my McLaren GTR and my forty K watch. Yeah. Come on. Use did a bit you, of fucking common sense. Did you see the footage of people breaching Wembley? No, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Um, so actually, all of McAfee security just pops up on my thing. I own security, not buying McAfee because McAfee can fuck off. Uh, he's dead, rest his soul. Um, yeah. And does but, he kill himself? I don't think so. No, of course he didn't. But um, uh, fucking one of my friends was amongst the crowd that broke in. Um, <laughs> and he filmed it on his way in as well. And they got in, right? And literally... He's on his footage. He's he, they they pushed for a fire door. Yeah. Um, and it was 60, 70 feet from the fire door to being in the stands, right? So they yeah. went through. And uh, he, he got out onto the onto the onto the stands and with his phone, he's going, No way. Like, yeah. They managed to get through. And he he, he, he sat down. So he yeah. went into the crowd and he sat down. Oh, he done this in the, the, the Italian manager's son seat, did he? Uh, well, I, I will say this. He um, he got to two minutes before kickoff before the security nabbed him for not having a ticket. Oh, fuck. Yeah, two minutes before kickoff before security nabbed him for not having a ticket. Um, got to watch that wig. Did you see that creepy opening ceremony? Yeah, that's a bit reminiscent of the Olympics, wasn't it? All of them dancing there. Oh, keep your masks on, fucking folks. Keep your masks on. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I had to watch it twice. See that, right. I mean, I've got to digress there. What the fuck was going on with the 2012 Olympics when they had the whole thing with Boris in hospital and the NHS and the masks? It's like, how the f- can you telegraph something any more than what they did there? Well, yeah, and obviously cons- conspiracy theorists look at it and go, well, this was... But there was no reason for that to have been like that. There was, I mean, everybody at the time was going, what the fuck is this? You know, I've never seen anything like it. Why are they doing it? And what the hell's going on? And then now we uh, we have that situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, seven it, years later. It's, or, you know, aye, seven, eight years later, it's like, what the no, fuck? It, yeah, yeah, eight years. It was eight years. Yeah. Um, it's just... I, I, I don't know, man. Um, and obviously, it's, it's very, very easy to see why people... Are drawn to it as as a as a quote unquote conspiracy theory towards this yeah. when it can't it can't be explained no, it okay. can't be explained um, and <sighs> it's like the substance <laughs> is Mark Groening a fucking time traveller how does he yeah. do it I mean nine one one yeah I mean yeah. how the fuck does he do it I mean. Trump and the fucking Saudi Arabian guy and the, you know, yeah. how the fuck does he do it? Well, because uh, he think, his fingers on the pulse, man. 
Oh, so it's in the fucking future. How can he do it? Oh, you tell me. It's <sighs> you tell me because yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, the the chat are, are currently talking about watches, so um, uh, oh. they're really talking about watches. Vaughn here, he's a he's a watch man by the looks of it. Oh god. He said he's got a Zelos Mako, small brand, nice watches. It's number 97 out of 150, and it's very hard to get. Um, he, he's, he's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't fucking... I, could, I probably couldn't afford to buy one if I sold everything I had, or even if I was working. <laughs> um, right, so uh, Shalini says, give us a glass of wine, John. Yeah, go on. Have one. <laughs> I, I am I am definitely going to um to to have some wine on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday Sunday's chasing descent will be a uh, there will be some form of a cheeky rosé, but I will I'm not going to get pissed because I have to drive to London very very early Monday morning. Oh. Uh, protests to cover. I will be live on the YouTube channel and on the yeah yeah. Um, I think that that's the most important protest of them Sunday all. On Twitter, Sunday on Twitter said, "Come to this protest," and I said, "I, I would have, I would go in a heartbeat." But yeah, I can't leave France. <laughs> no, France, I can't do my residency, so I've got to stay in France. Well, this is it, um, and obviously, I mean, you can't even sneak out for for a day, can you? No, um, no. If you leave the country. Everything resets, and then you're fucked because you're not. You, I wasn't there before Brexit. So um, I'm going to ask you on the air, but um, will you come and meet me in France in October? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I won't tell you where I'm going, but I'll I'll give you all the details in private. Um, but will you come and meet me? Uh, it'll be I'm arriving on a Sunday afternoon, so um, anywhere between Sunday and Friday, whenever you can get over to me. Um, yeah, it's it, it would be good um, if you if you want to come and join us and uh, we'll do we'll do a proper live show where we're sitting yeah, together yeah um, and uh, yeah that would that would be good that would be good so we could do a live chasing descent from France yeah um, and then uh, if I have my wife and kids with me which I won't um, <laughs> Sorry. they will they I, I would have stayed I would, I would have probably not. Yeah, but I, I, my, I digress. My wife and kids will be here in the UK, and uh, I'm coming in via the Euro Tunnel, so I'm going to try my best to sort of fake lateral flows or something along the lines uh, to get in. Um, but I'm coming in via the Euro Tunnel, cool. and uh, I'll be driving. And once I'm once I'm through that tunnel, I'm gone. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. Um, but I, I tell you what, they are expensive to drive on, but I fucking love French motorways. Mm-hmm. Fucking love driving on them. Just oh. And you know what? T- to be honest, we um when we came here, we uh we took the we took the motorways, we took the tolls on the way down because we wanted to get where we were going quickly. So we went down to the Midi Pyrenees, and and we only took like two or three days to get down. Yeah. Um, and the tolls probably came to about 150 euro, something yeah, like they're, that. Yeah, they're, they're not cheap at all. Yeah, they are not, not, not cheap. cheap. They probably came to something around that. 
Um, and it was quick and it was efficient, and the airs are always good. You know, you can just pull in and spend the night, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got all the facilities. You've got toilets and mm. running water and everything. So you've you've no no issues there. Um, but on the way back up, when we moved from the middle of the Pyrenees up to Normandy, we decided to go, you know, surface streets, as we would used to say in the police. And it wasn't that much slower. No, it's not that much slower, but I will say this. Um, there's far more potholes. Um, no. Wait, I don't know. I don't know what France is like then and now, but the roads are fucking top notch. The, the motorways definitely are. Yeah, um, no. All the roads are top notch. So I'm, last time I drove on the service street, surface streets, whatever you want to call them, yeah. was a year ago, and it wasn't well, great. I'm running about on the countryside here, and the roads are grade A, definitely grade better than anything in Scotland. But then at the same time, I was driving from Calais to Paris. So ah, right, okay. going yeah. that route. Yeah. Um, and I just, right, it, but the thing is, it took like an extra, it only took an extra hour. It took an extra yeah. hour, but it saved me 50 euros in tolls. There and yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so you have to sort of measure that up. But those motorways, the speed limits are, <clears throat> the speed limits are just, oh, oh we've lost John. We were going really well there for a minute. He's look, he's stuck. I can't reach over to him. I'm trying. Bye. Oh, is he back? I'm back. I was trying to stroke you, but it won't let me. Yeah, I know. Because you need to, you need to go to Germany. Well, for the autobahn. Oh, holy fuck! It's like. It's the closest thing to sex. <laughs> oh, I do like driving. I've got a, I've I've got a very sensible seven seat family car, right? Um, because obviously I, I've got kids, and at the same time I need to transport a mobility scooter a lot of the time. So I've got a lovely seven seat. And when I'm in France, I'm like. Ah, driving like it's fucking right car. Yeah. <laughs> France drives like that. <laughs> Most of the people in France don't seem to have driver's fucking licenses. They don't know how to stick the one lane. They, they, they just oh. drive across oh. two lanes. Did I tell you about the San Permis? No. Right. So this is Europe. This is France. You think Europe really strictly controlled? Yeah. 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 So. Did you know, from the age of 14, you can buy a car in France and drive it that you yes, don't need to drive? you tell us about this before. You don't need a driving licence for. Yeah, is, is this... Because it's always them little fucking cars that yes. are stuck. You can only do 45 kilometres an hour. Yeah, um, the amount of these fuckers I've been stuck behind. Especially, right, if I'm trying to get out of Paris... And I'm leaving, right, I'm leaving Paris on the A1, right? I'm on the A1, and I'm trying to merge onto the A1, and it's 5.45 in the fucking evening, and there's so many of these fucking things, and they're just not fucking... Most of those cars are driven by people that have lost their license because yes. they're drunk. Yes! <laughs> right. But the thing is... So like, 
probably still drunk. Yeah, they probably are. Because they can't even... Most of them, like you say, 45 kilometres an hour, they're going so slow on these little slip roads to get into these fucking great motorways. They've got yeah. 80 mile an hour speed limits, 130 kilometres an hour. All right, that's the speed limit. But they stick on the right-hand side because they can't go any faster than fucking 45. So yeah. there they are going up there. And there's me right, trying to merge on. And I'm trying to pick up speed to join this motorway before I get hit by some <laughs> fucker flying down me, me left as I'm coming on. And then I'm stuck behind this little fucking thing. But driving, driving in France, driving in France is, is, is an education. Right? Oh, it really is. I mean, the fr- one, the French think they are way better drivers than they actually they're are. fucking awful. I'm sorry, but they're fucking awful. They can't, they can't actually go around corners. So the thing you have to remember is, even in, even in a major good quality road, they will cut the fucking corner. So if they're going round, if they're going round a left hand, you know, if you're going round a, a right hander and they're going round a left hander, they're likely to be over the white line, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you have to bear in mind that. Mm-hmm. So they will always cut the corners because they're fucking mm-hmm. idiots. Two, they will sit right up your ass with no braking distance whatsoever. They will always try and overtake you, even yeah. if they actually aren't going faster than you. Yes. Right, and when you meet them, here's here's the the hardest thing to get used to as as a, a British person is when you meet them on a single track road. Right. Do not slow down. Do not deviate from your path. So you're, <laughs> you're both towards each other at sixty, seventy, eighty kilometers an hour. Right. You're coming towards each other on a single track road. There's mm. no room for work for two cars. Nobody slows down. If you slow down, you've lost. (laughs) You keep going at your stand. You don't speed up. You just don't slow down. You keep going at your pace. Hold the course. Yeah. At the last possible instant, you jink to the right. (laughs) Okay? And they jink to the right, and you pass each other with, like, a ball here between you. Okay? (laughs) You, you, You have put a wheel on the grass. They have put a wheel on the grass. Right, but no one, no one loses face because of this, and nobody touches. You, you never, you can't touch the brakes because if you touch the brakes, you'll spin. Right, <laughs> so that's how you travel on a single track road in France. And my wife thinks this is fucking horrendous. <laughs> my wife, unfortunately, or, or maybe fortunately, has never been in the car with me in France, um, mm. and not only that. Obviously, she's only been in France twice. Uh, both times, she's either gone in on the, the coach, she went in on the coach once, and then she came with me on the plane. Um, and uh, I, I, she she wants to drive, and, and I'm just like, no. No, I'm she so, doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you don't. You don't want to drive in France. Unless she, gets, you have. she gets really nervous driving on a British motorway. Oh. <laughs> so, the other thing is, there are loads, there are loads of expats in France, mm-hmm. and they all brought their own cars over. Right. So they've all got steering wheels on the right. They've got steering wheels on the wrong side, and they've usually got French plates by now. So they've because they've changed the car over to French plates. Yeah. But when you're driving along the road, and it's and there's a guy driving in the gutter, basically right on the edge of the road, you know he's English. So I go, oh, English driver. <laughs> One thing I will say is um, 
when you come off the tunnel, uh, did you go over on the tunnel? I've been on the tunnel before, but no. When I went down to go to France, we um we got to my friends in England tier four, tier yep. four. That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he put us up on his farm, which was nice of him, and completely illegal. So we stayed there overnight, and we went to book the tunnel, mm-hmm. and there was everything was gone. And I'm like, no, this this isn't right because the tunnel's not like this. No, it's not. So I was like, two, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock, nothing. Everything was sold. And I thought, this isn't right. So anyway, I thought, we're, we're not hanging about. We'll just book the, the ferry. So we booked the Dover Cali ferry, which was fine. We booked that. It was slightly cheaper than the tunnel. But not yeah, much it usually in it. is. Yeah, not much in it. Pretty similar in price, but you got a free meal on the ferry, oh, which was nice. Yeah. So anyway, we turns up at the ferry and I'm sitting in the queue and this guy's walking. He's walking about three dogs and I'm talking to him because I was out walking our dog. And he's going, yeah, um, the tunnel's shut this weekend. And I goes, what for? And he's going, because they're having some kind of protest because of Brexit and all the changing regulations and stuff. The tunnel just decided to shut because they're a private company. Yes. Remember when all the lorries started piling up? Yes, and I just just got into France, so we just got ahead of those lorries because I remember driving down the last part of the A20, and it was like lorry, 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 lorry. There was only you know the 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 hard shoulder was full of lorries. Yeah, so we drove in um, October the third, twenty twenty, and and we drove in via the tunnel. It might have been the third. It was around that time. It was a Monday. Yeah. Monday, we drove in, and um, we were we were in Euro Tunnel, um, and it was there was there was nobody there. Um, it was seven o'clock on a Monday night in the Euro Tunnel terminal in Folkestone, and we were the only people in there. The and only ev- on the train? Huh? We were the only ones on the train. We were one of the only civilians on the train. All right. Um, uh, they loaded my seven-seater car into the double-decker lorry area. All right. But they normally don't. But they didn't even have the passenger so areas just, open. Just run the lorry trains. Yeah, they were just running the lorry parts of them. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And um, so we're in this, and it's got giant high ceiling. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, got a bit more space in here, really. Um, <laughs> you don't get in the car, do you? <laughs> Well, well, well I, I like to, uh, I like to have, a, I get, I get out my walking stick and have a little hobble up the train just to keep stretch my legs and stuff like that, and go find, just go find the toilet that's four carriages along rather than the one that's two carriages along, so that I can keep my legs stretched a little bit, you know. But we were walking up this train. You're only on it twenty minutes, aren't you? Oh, thirty-five. It's a thirty-five minute crossing. Um, All right, okay. It's it's very quick. But, uh, like, yeah, I mean, it's very efficient. I went over on the bike and the, the it was. It was incredible because you you drive on, you park your bike. By the time um, the train's loaded, the train has loaded pretty swiftly, and then the thing takes off, and you don't even know it's moving. It's so smooth. Yeah. And then it stops, and you're getting out, and you think, "Holy shit, that was fast!" And and the thing is, for those who have never done the tunnel, um, you do not have to get out of your car for any of it. No, you don't. So, like, you go to the passport control; it's a window. You just hand your hand, you hand your passports over. and then you drive onto the, and, the tunnel. And the good point is, well, I, th- I think it's still the same. You you, you are in France before you get on the train. 
Yeah, technically speaking, by law, because obviously... No, you go... Well, yeah, because there's no passport on the other side. No, no, this is what I was actually going to say. Everything's done um, in the UK. When you drive off of the tunnel, you literally, you go up the ramp, you hang a right, you go round, and drive onto a motorway. That's it, yeah, you're out. There's, there's nothing. There's no passport control, there's no nothing. You just drive straight out. And that's one of my favourite times. It's, 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 that, that's the same with the ferry, right? So everything's done in the UK. Yeah. So when you arrive at Dover and you go to the ferry port, the first one you come to is the French customs. Yes. So you do your French stuff there, then you go to border control and you do your English stuff there, or British stuff, then you're on the ferry, then when you get to the Rhine, you drive off the ferry and straight on to motorway. Yeah, um, uh, and uh, the, 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 that's my favourite bit, is when you drive off and you get onto the, it's usually the A1, go straight from Calais to Paris. Calais um, like Bosch. But, but but my favourite thing is is other English drivers that have never done it before. So um, when you get out, it, it, there's a couple of there's a couple of slips to a couple of different motorways, um, and you're looking at all these other English drivers. Going, what am I meant to be doing? Why is that fifty kilometres an hour? What am I meant to be doing? What's, what's yeah. the difference? And, and you can see they've got no fucking clue what they're doing. And it's just I go, well, that's a new driver. That's a new that's a new French driver. Um, and that's why the. Have you been across the the Hull, Rotterdam, or the uh, New or is it Newcastle to Amsterdam routes? No, right. So they're different because there you do English or British customs in Britain, yeah. and then you do you you have to do the whole thing again when you arrive. So you yeah. have to queue up and go through the the border controls when you arrive. So going to France is much easier than it is going to. To Amsterdam or, or Rotterdam. Right. Well, yeah, going to France is a piece of piss. It really yeah. is. Right. And, and I mean, even post-Brexit, I believe it still is, technically. I think it's still the same, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You might have to pay £5 for a visa. I'm not I'm not sure. I, I don't really care. Uh, but but the thing is, I will drive in um, uh, and uh, I, I, I will disappear into France once I've driven in. And then uh, I'm there for six days. I'm there for five nights. Uh, and uh, I'm going to have to seriously think my marriage through whilst I'm there. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> not in the chat, is she? No, she might be. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm joking. No, I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I'll come back. Um, but it depends, really, whether or not uh, the, fr the French have done the revolution yet. Yeah, well, it, it, well, let's see what happens. Yeah, let's well, see what happens. Well, let's see what happens tomorrow for Bastille Day because um, no, no, nothing. Will, well, there'll be um, there'll be some protests in the cities, won't there? Of course, there will. I mean, I've heard the gilets jaunes are out tomorrow. Yeah, and um, um, you've seen them. I, did you see them building the guillotine? I did not. Apparently they built a guillotine somewhere in Paris. So I, I, I think we've spoken about this before, but I remember driving back during Gilets Jaunes, um, during the when they first yeah. reached shot, yeah. and we got uh, back to Calais, and they were just lighting fires in the road. Mm -hmm. They were just they were just starting fires in the road, um, and they they built little wooden shacks in the road. Um, yeah, and we were sitting in in this queue of people. They were coming along the cars, banging, you know, trying to get support. Yep, 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 cool. I support you. Don't don't kill me. Don't 
don't yeah. kill me. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, um, that they really did actually disrupt a friend of mine. Though um, a friend of mine has got a very very disabled son, and um, she drives a converted ambulance uh, as her car because he has to have special strappings yeah. and things like that. And uh, they prevented them from getting to getting on the tunnel, and they kept them in in the queue for like five hours. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Um, so on that, uh, in that sense, I'm you know fuck fuck them for doing yeah. that. That's true. But at the same time, I, I understand their anger, and I understand why they protest. And I will say this: um, the French still appear to have some sort of fire in their belly um, for liberty for freedom for things yeah. like that yeah. hence, I mean, hence, hence the name of the podcast yeah it's liberty yeah. liberty legality fraternity well yeah I, and i i agree um and i'm hoping I, I tweeted out earlier that um the french like a good revolution or at least used to they do yeah. um and i'm hoping that the current french citizenry can uh, channel those from the past, uh, because what 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 Emmanuel Macron has announced and what ultimately will happen here in I think six weeks, yeah, is a fucking disgrace. Well, if you look at um, if you look at Ireland, they've kind of been ahead of the game, haven't they? They've oh kind yeah, of... they're they're vaccine passported to the hill. They're they're medical fascism fucking one hundred and one, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's I'm so I'm so I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed of our countries. Do you follow Ivor Cummings? I do. He's pretty good. Um, it's just like, sometimes you feel like you're farting against thunder, don't you? Yeah, it's it's just... And the thing is, what what I, I don't know what, what disappoints me the most is the fact that they feel empowered to do these things to us now, or the fact that people still go along with it. Well... You can't be disappointed with the fact that they feel empowered because that's what compliance gives you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because everybody's complied and there's been no real pushback. And of course they're going to take that extra bit, that extra bit, that extra bit. Nobody's ever got free from complying. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just a way to, it's just a way to end up. Yeah. Um, it's just a way to end up controlled. Yeah, and, yeah. It's it's. Um, I've I've got to the point, like I said earlier, where the people that have, I'm going to go off on a bit of a rant here. Go on. Complied, not just my children into whatever this is going to be for the rest of their lives, right? But all of the people that have been locked away in care homes, all of the people that have been unable to see their families, uh, the 1,600 a day that die on average without any rights or freedoms, the 600,000 people that have seen their last Christmas and had it taken away from them, because 600,000 people will die between last Christmas and this one. So when all them selfish little fuckers turned around and oh, it's just one Christmas, so it's just one Christmas, for 600,000 people, and that includes children, I might add, yeah, um, yeah. that was their last Christmas, and it was taken from them. But but these people, they don't think about them, John. They don't think about all of the collateral damage from wanting to keep themselves safe, keep themselves in their little bubble, on their furlough, getting their middle-class income. They don't think about the fucking... 
Tesco worker, the Tesco worker who's worked every single day of all of this and just wants to go out for a pint. And if that Tesco worker said, oh, you know, I've worked to keep you alive. I would like to socialise. They say, shut up, peasant. Get in your fucking place. Um, it's it's disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. These people, they don't live in the real world, you know. They don't. They, they don't live in the real world. The real, yeah. the, the real. Yeah, I mean you're right. You're 100 percent right. And it's not one Christmas. It's no. six hundred thousand Christmases. If you look yeah. at it, that's it what is. it is. Six hundred thousand Christmases that in been... this country alone. In yeah. this country alone. In the world, it's billions. Billions. In this country alone, six hundred thousand people. Men, women, grandparents, parents, children had it stolen from them. And I'm the evil one. I'm the evil one for pointing out this reality, the reality of the situation, John. The reality of the situation is this. There are children who are going, there are children in this country. My Jess is, you know, my co-host Jess, her daughter Ella has barely ever seen a human face outside of a mask. There are children who know nothing but masked faces outside of their parents. What do you think psychological impact that has on a fucking baby? I'm sorry, but then all of a sudden, these babies are then just going to start seeing faces upon faces upon faces. It's going to fuck with them up there. All of these children in the schools who were told that they could hug and kill their grandparents. You don't think that's going to fucking create a mental health epidemic inside the kids, John? No, you're right. A hundred percent, you're right. The things, the whole thing's a fuck up of monumental proportions. Monumental. I'm. I, I when I go off on these rants, I, I apologise for doing it. I'm not apologising anymore. I'm not no. apologising anymore. Don't apologise. I've got, got nothing to be fucking sorry for, right? I've got no. nothing to be fucking sorry for. Why would you no. apologise for speaking the truth? But nobody, nobody in the mainstream gives a fuck about any of these people we're talking about. They don't. They don't give two flying fucks. They don't give a fuck about the kids. They don't give a fuck about the elderly people. Right Right now, right now, there's somebody locked in a care home that's probably going to die tonight in this country. Locked yeah. in a care home, has not been able to have a last meal, a last hug, or a last anything with the family. What about them, John? What about yep. them? Yep. 100%. 100% behind you. It's a travesty of life. That's what I was. Do you think they asked for this? Do you think they asked to be locked up? You ask, I've asked so many elderly people. My grandmother, 76 years old, lives on a fucking community where nobody's allowed to live there if you're under 55, right? I've spoken to so many people up there. Do you know what? They just want to go to their bingo. And that's all they've ever wanted. They just want to go to their bingo. They want to go out for their group meals. They want to live what life they've got left. But nobody asks them. Nobody asks them. Nobody asks them what they want. And then when they do say, well, uh, like me, for example, as a disabled person, I've been arguing with someone right up until the show started. I said, please stop speaking for me. Because I was like, oh, we need to protect the vulnerable. That's why we need the vaccine passports. I said, I am the fucking vulnerable. Stop yeah. speaking for me. It's, it's risk. And everyone makes that decision every day when they live their life. There is a balance of risk. And what the government is doing is taking away that element, right? They're taking away your choice, your freedom, and your ability to weigh up the risk. Now, that's not government job. Government's supposed to work for you. Yeah. 
They're supposed to run the country. They're not supposed to fucking wrap you in cotton wool and put you somewhere where you're never going to be harmed because they cannot and never will be able to stop people dying because no. people die all the fucking time. So this morning, every, day, every night, every week, every month, every year, people fucking die. Every let, minute of every day, there's somebody dying somewhere. Let them do it in life. Don't let them do it alone and, what, and not being able to see people. I don't have a lot, John. I don't have a lot in this world, right? Neither do I, mate. But I've got my family, and I want to make every memory I can. Right? I am. I, I there's, there's there's no way I live as long as most people. Right? There's no way. Um, yeah. uh, every year I get worse. Every year I get towards the point where I can no longer walk. Right? And I, I have to accept that. That's happening to me. But I don't want these moments, this time, taken away from me. No. I have been out every single day during this, John. I have been everywhere. I have been on planes without a mask. I, yeah. I decided to make those choices for myself. And I'm not going to have some sanctimonious little fucking cunt sit there and tell me, oh, it's for your good. I decide what's for my good. And you know what? If I catch something and I die tomorrow, at least I did it doing what I want to do. Yeah. At least I did it doing what I... If I was on my deathbed right now, right now, if I was on my deathbed and I was dying of COVID-19, I would still feel how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's life's a risk. You have Every to step risk. you take is a risk. Yeah. Every step you take of every day. And I could I could choke and drown on this cup of water. Yes, you could. You could. I didn't that sip. There you go. We're still alive. I, I, I can't understand it. I can't understand how people... Well, I can understand because they, they just and fell for the... Now this takes us back to the whole start of the thing where I said this is really sinister because this is like nothing we've ever, ever done before. Uh. We've never done this for any any other disease, any other infection. We have never done this. We've always quarantined the sick mm -hmm. and got on with life. Now, why why suddenly are we quarantining the healthy to protect the sick? Huh? I mean, this idea that, that masks, yeah. the masks, that bit of fabric, stop somebody who hasn't got an illness spreading an illness they don't have. Um, oh. It's it, it is unbelievable. Asymptomatic spread doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's There's no evidence. What happened? Yes, yeah. they did a study. A British university did a study of 10 million people in Wuhan and found not one case, not one, of not asymptomatic spread one. out of 10 million. Out of 10 million. And you're telling me that that fucking you, uh, you and me are probably not the fucking uh, prime candidate for healthy, but no. let's say. Let's oh, say my BMI is over thirty. I'm a freaking, I'm a walking time bomb according to COVID. But 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 the point of the matter is, like we we don't have a cough, we don't have symptoms of a respiratory nope. virus right now. And you're telling me that we have to wear something over our mouth and nose uh, to spread something we clearly don't have. I wear it here if, when when I, I have, and this this gets me. I have to wear a mask in France, but I wear it here, right? Yeah. So um, my nose is never covered. My mouth is shut, firmly shut, so as I'm breathing through my nose. 
So um, there's no actual no point in me wearing a mask, and yet I never get pulled up for it. Never. If I don't wear a mask, I'll get pulled up straight away. Uh, that was me and Amster earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? That was me and Amster earlier. <laughs> Had you seen something particularly disgusting? <laughs> yes, every other fucker was in a mask. Oh, all right. <laughs> just, just me hobbling around Asda by myself. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get asked. I don't wear a lanyard. I don't do any of that shit. I just yeah. hobble on through. And uh, I, I guess they look at me and they think, oh, well, uh, he's got, um, he's got literally, look on his t-shirt, you know. You know what? There are sometimes I walk past people, and they're also wearing the mask here. Yeah, and it's like there's this kind of. Nod. <laughs> That's all we do. Well, you should walk. You should. You should get one of these printed. Yeah. Or buy, or buy one. And yeah. Just walk around wearing that. Look at that on my t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And it's got hashtag Where are all the sick people on the back? And yeah. uh, I walk around in that. I, I just walk around in that, and nobody says a fucking word. Yeah. And, uh, look, I've turned into a tiny child in the school now. <laughs> That's because you had that right up against the camera. Yeah, that's my phone. Yeah, it's really focused on the phone. I'm a tiny child. I just start speaking like this. I'm just a little. I've grown. I've grown. <laughs> they, grow up, they grow up so quickly these days. <laughs> oh. Oh. But yeah, that, that's me in a supermarket. Just Yeah. I, I I just walk around. Like they have some great, they have some great music on in Asda though. So there's me hobbling around. Yeah, I use my trolley as a Zimmer frame, even when I'm getting one thing because I can't be asked to because I can't be asked to hobble on the walking stick. So I, I just lean on the trolley and put my, my my walking stick in the trolley and I use it as a Zimmer. And I'm just hobbling around like bopping, singing along to whatever's. And I'm usually quite happy. I've usually got a smile yeah. on my face. You know that in France, most of the supermarket music is in English. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. I do know that. In, in fact, I'll be honest, I think most of the music in the world is in English. I, I, well, most of the popular music in the yeah, world. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yes, most of the popular music in the world is most definitely in supermarkets. Shalini says, I'd love to see Ben in supermarkets. It's it's quite it's quite an experience because I, I, earlier on in Asda, I was um, I was dancing along to, oh, I want to dance with somebody. I was going, <laughs> I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. And I'm going, with somebody who's not masked. Ooh, ooh. And I, I do that shit all the time in supermarkets. Well, there, there's actually, is this a point we we have or have not covered? Why why is it always the men who are masked? This is it. This is always oh, so many more women are masked than men. So yeah. many that? more women. So what, what's going on there? Because um, the, we the, did cover this. We covered this. Did we? No, not on chasing descent. We spoke about this when you interviewed me. Yeah. So the staff, the staff at my gym are all women because yeah. it's a women's only gym, right? But all their husbands wear masks in the supermarket, yes. and they say to their wives, "Why can't you just wear a mask?" And they say to them, "I'm not fucking wearing a mask <laughs> because they've all had my influence." <laughs> 
I don't understand it myself. And when you look at the freedom movement on Twitter, a lot of the bigger voices are women. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the bigger voices are women. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a simple fact. Um, maybe because uh, women are are. I don't know, better caregivers or something? I, I don't know. But what I will say is that well, this is a phenomenon I have noticed. If women were better caregivers, they would be more worried about infecting people, wouldn't they? Well, so no, they obviously, but they obviously but, see through the whole facade of masks working or not yeah, working. But the thing is, anybody who does like the most basic fundamental research for five minutes can see through the facade of masks working versus not working. You know, there's four decades of peer-reviewed evidence that they do nothing for upper respiratory viruses in yeah. a community setting. There's four decades of peer-reviewed evidence of that. How, how many peer-reviewed studies are there that they do? Zero. That's the answer, zero. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I, when I point people to, um, I point people to these peer-reviewed studies and say, oh, where are they? Where are they? And, Oh, 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 that's on a right-wing website. I'm like, well, even if it is, I said, even if it is on a right-wing website, it's linking to the fucking study. It's, fucking it's, peer linking study. The, it's linking to the peer-reviewed fucking studies. Really. Who was that by Harvard? Is that a right-wing university now? Well, well, it must be. I mean, they're trying to, you know, Sunetta Gupta, uh, epidemiologist at uh, um, fucking Oxford University. Um, oh. They're trying. They're trying to link her to to far right extremism. Oh, uh, right. Carl Hennigan, who is the only professor we'll of have, evidence-based medicine. We have the first for chasing dissent. What's that? I need a comfort break. You need a piss. Yeah. Go on, him. Go have on. you got an advert? <laughs> I, 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 I will do it. I'll do a little jingle, shall I? Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go. We're laughing all the way. Let's not do that. It's at the wrong time of year. Um, John has stepped out from chasing descent for uh, be, to use the little boys' room. He has stepped out to to use the little boys' room. Uh, so uh, it's just me. It's just me. Fucking hell! We've had a day of it, haven't we, guys? We've had an absolute day of it. Oh, not Christmas. All right. What what what, what do you want then? What do you want, Shelley? I'm not your performing monkey, but what do you want? Vaughn says, I heard about their... Are you guys still talking about fucking watches? Are you still talking about watches? I mean, because that's impressive if you are. That is impressive. You guys have been talking about watches for some time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me a minute. Um, ACM ticks. All right, we, we go to Adams. Yeah, let's do that. Is it playing? Yeah, it's playing. <laughs> I 
minute, John. I'm playing them a song. Well, it's marked as COVID anyhow. Dad has got COVID. He's passed away now. His death was unrelated. But marked as COVID anyhow. <laughs> Song's over. <laughs> that was a song called uh, Granddad's Got COVID by uh, my tech guy, Adam. Um, uh, known as ACM Ticks on the, uh, YouTube. You can go and find that now. It's out on all, um, all, 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 um, well, no, it's out on no platforms. No, it's out on no platforms because they wouldn't carry it. <laughs> yeah, okay. But uh, he 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 does uh, he does the occasional comedy song about COVID. It's really quite good. I mean, Adam uh, also uh, has got a cl- a full head Klaus Schwab rubber mask. Um, oh yeah, uh, we're going to do an interview. I uh, think I've seen that. Yeah, we, we're going to do. It. He's he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He looks like Klaus Schwab. Boy. That's the point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I know. I know. That is horrible though. I call him Papa Klaus when he's wearing it. Like just um, for legal reasons, we call him Papa Klaus. Yeah. <laughs> for legal well, reasons. Thank you for indulging me, everyone. Is it is, is it time? Is it is it? Well, we'll go for ten more minutes. So, is there anything else no, you want to talk? Thank you for indulging me taking a break. <laughs> okay. 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 He needs a piss, right? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I'm running out of water. Um. Right. I, I can't remember. I thought I thought we could do a quick kind of. I thought we could do a kind of um, kind of insert where we have a quick look at the news headlines. Go on, and you you read them out and uh... yeah, and and right. So I've just I've just gone to the phone and I've the right. So I've started the headlines. So. News. I'm just going to read the headline, okay? So I'm not yeah. going to read any of the context or anything. It's just a headline, and then we can talk about it. New Zealand scientists say UK's awful experiment on COVID will... What awful experiment? What the fuck awful experiment are we right. doing? You mean giving people their lives back? Giving, giving well, people I their... don't know, because, you know, I've, as I said, we're only going to look... Well, we were only going to look at the headlines. So... If I want to read the full headline, so this is this is a snippet that's not on the thing. Yeah. So the clickbait is New Zealand scientists say UK's awful experiment on COVID will threaten the country with freedom. The only thing that's threatened the fucking country, the government. Yeah, but yeah. Oh fucking hell! And listen to the listen to the second paragraph, okay? Go on in, go on in. We're not going to go any further on this because no this is independent shit. This is ind- the independent, right? right? But scientists in New Zealand have expressed concern about Britain's unlocking of COVID restrictions, describing it as an awful experiment. Fucking bullshit. <sighs> Next, just next. I, I don't. I don't want to. Next, EU will introduce cut-off date for combustion cars. 
Oh, great. So we're going to be limited to fucking 50 miles before our car fucking crashes. Hold on. France fucking runs on two strokes. Yeah. Well, fucking, they, they haven't even caught up, have they? You know, what the... I mean, you've been in France. Okay, I've been in rural France, right? So rural France has two things. Two things and two things only. Fucking motor culture, which is lawnmower shops, <laughs> which are all two-stroke, <laughs> and fucking Belanginis. That's it. That's all France consists of. <laughs> but they do make some good fucking bread. They do make some good fucking bread. Well, all those Belanginis that are all in competition, of course they make good fucking bread. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not even going to go into that because that's just a fucking ridiculous headline, okay? Right. Now, now uh, I'm just craving some fucking French fresh bread. Yeah, oh, fucking bread's lovely, mate. Oh, anyway, geez. I'm going to skip the sport because I don't, I'm not really that into sport. I don't watch sport. Right. Man arrested an inquiry into racist tweet sent to Marcus Rashford. <sighs> I haven't seen any racist tweets. I haven't followed it at all. Um, and you know, you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me just preface here by saying that we at Chasing Descent fucking abhor racism. Well, I think I speak to John in that sense, right? Because people are just people. I, I, I actually don't even know what racism is. I don't care. Right? Yeah. It's it's not something we espouse, and it's not something that I want to focus on. Um, it, it, oh. it's it's you know people are human beings are human beings and they should be treated yeah. upon their merits and their merits alone um, yeah. and, and immutable characteristics like skin color and nothing to do with their merits absolutely um, and what i what uh what i personally object to is people putting people in containers like beans yes. yes you know if someone's black they're black that's fine right if someone's Asian, they're Asian, whatever. But you're not BAME. That's not a fucking group. No. Well, because doesn't that simply mean not white? Yes, really? yes it fucking does, and it's it's a racist term in itself, is yeah, it not? I, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just spitballing here, but when you hear the term BAME, don't you immediately think not white? Yeah, um, exactly. And, and, and do you then not think, that's a fucking racist term? Well, I just don't see why we should be separated at all by our skin colour. I just well, we don't understand we it. Shouldn't. Um, I, think, but the, I think it's fair. I think it's fine to call people by their ethnic origin if they so wish. If right? they so wish. If they so wish, that's fine. But if you come from, if you come from, if you come from Glasgow, and you happen to be ethnically uh, dark-skinned Caucasian, you're still a Glaswegian, which is an in Indian, right? You're still in Glaswegian, yeah. Yeah, of course you are. Exactly. If you come from London and you're any skin colour, you're a Londoner. Cockney or a Londoner or whatever. Yeah, um, and I, I just, I've, I've never understood this, this, just this drive. Just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down the roots of, you know, all these people talking about white genocide or anything like that, right? But just this drive to separate us via our skin colour, it's. It See this whole um, this white privilege thing, right? It's not thing. Yeah, well, see this whole attack on people having white privilege. That's actually telling people who aren't white. It's called the bigotry of low expectations. Yeah, exactly. It's telling people who aren't white that they're actually not as good as the whites. 
It's wrong. The whole it's thing's wrong. wrong. Of course it is. Of course it's wrong. Of course it's wrong. A human being, like I said, a human being is a human being and should be treated on their attributes and their merits. Nothing more. And I don't mean their physical attributes. I don't mean the way they look. Uh, immutable characteristics are absolutely nothing. Um, it's, it, I've, I've got friends. Uh, well, yeah, well, I've got a gay friend. I've got a black friend, all of that. Yeah, of course I do, right? I've got friends who are any old skin colour or any colour or anything of the sort. John has disappeared. I mean, um, and I've, I've never looked at someone and saw their skin colour. It's just not something that I want to do. It's not something, it's not a group I want to put people in. He's back. Um, yeah, I'm back. I'm here. I never left. I could hear you all the time. Fucking France. Yeah. <laughs> John's turned into a tiny child. <laughs> oh, oh, the rain's back in earnest. I can hear it. That's probably why you just went out. That's probably why I, Right. So the next headline is, unvaccinated tourists are pouring into Missouri as COVID rates skyrocket. Our state is terrified. Are they? Well, are they? I don't know. I need to have a look at that. Um, I, don't think, I don't think they're terrified at all, to be honest. I, don't, I think it's MSN shite. Of course oh, it is. Hold on, hold on. Missouri is seeing a surge in COVID cases. Cases. Right. So fake yeah. tests. Yeah, fake tests. Nah, nah, that's bullshit. Sorry. Moving on, what do we have next? Right. Oh, fuck off. What's going on? Right. Why does my phone suddenly decide to tell me sweet dreams? I should be in my bed. Do you want to go down this one? Science? Oh no, it's not. It's money. Money. Uh, the hunt for wormholes. I've literally got a bunch of people trying to attack me and my GoFundMe page right now. These same blue tick doctors and nurses. Hi. Well, not blue ticks. What? Yeah, right now. I'm just reading it. Um, legal team can do some digging. It's a lot of money to ask for. Ten grand is not a lot of ask for. For a no. garden shed. Um, oh fuck off! Ten grand is not a broadcast all... studio. A broadcast studio, not a fucking garden shed. Broadcast studio, exactly. Um, yeah. A nice one as well. It's coming along well. But the thing is, uh, this person has literally taken every fucking screenshot possible from uh, my GoFundMe, from everything, and they're trying to get people to report it. I'll tell you now, doctors and nurses, uh, my GoFundMe has been reported several times, and GoFundMe have always sided with me because uh, we've done nothing wrong, and uh, we, we, we're not doing anything wrong. Uh, we've raised we've raised a thousand pounds just under through GoFundMe, and most of it has been well, all of it has been spent. I'm digging into my actual funds at the moment. Um, we spent hundreds of pounds getting the website up and secure. Hundreds. Um, uh, security, hosting, all of that like. Um, uh, and the, the the studio itself is it's a small space. It's it's a small it's not it's it's much bigger than my last one, I will say that. Um well I say my last one. My last one was a fucking shed. Um and uh it's it's lovely. It's lovely. Um but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I've got basically there's a campaign to attack me going on from basically this this nurse um 
You all right? Yeah, this is this uh, this thing is threatening to take some legal action against me. So, out of order. Out of order. Idea, idea. You know what? It's like I'll just send you a link. Hold on. Why, why do these people get so fucking involved in other people's business? Because I told this person not to speak for disabled people. <sighs> this is what it was all about. As a disabled person, I just sent you a link on Twitter in 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 the DMs. You know what? They're like it's like um. People are fucking... It's oh, so annoying, you know, they're just like... They don't like to see anyone getting anything, do they? No, um, this is this is the thing, like... Um, they want us to sit down, shut up, um, and do that. And this person, right, I will say this, this person is stupid. Because she... Um, <laughs> earlier on, she said, do you know the laws on defamation, Right. Oh, uh, listen, hell. listen, listen. Yeah, I'm listening. I do know the laws on defamation. Defamation. It is a, and I responded to her exactly. That. I said yes. It is a civil action. It is a civil action in which you have to provide proof that I caused you monetary loss um, uh, by by things that I said. And then she uh, she kindly went on to say that she she instigated a mass pile on and a mass false reporting of my Twitter page, to which I then responded. However. Your false reporting of my Twitter page could cause me monetary loss, could cause damage to my brand, and would actually be defamation. Yeah. So I, I've just had a quick look at that. I, I've been in ICU wards many times. Okay. Yes. I've never seen one-to-one -one patient coverage. No. What she's claiming. I've never seen that. In normal times, this is before COVID, I have never seen one-to-one -one patient coverage in any NHS ward, ICU or not. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on with the news or? Let's, because it's just empty threats. They're just people trying to make some noise. Yeah. Yeah. So all I'm going to do, right, is I'm going to find this person now. Right? I'm going to do what this person I'm going to go onto their, their Twitter account. I'm going to click block. Um Oh, I don't know what he's trying to achieve with his badgering. I hope you oh, get it sorted that. because it's blatant yeah. harassment. Well, somebody somebody who I told to block me several times and then kept responding to me is uh, me harassing them. Okay. No, that's someone crying for attention if they ask you to block them. I asked them to block me. I said, look, if you don't like I said, if you don't like having yeah. this conversation, I said, block me. You can yeah. always block me. Yeah, um, and they kept engaging. They kept engaging. Harassment is unwanted points of contact. If you keep engaging with me, that's not harassment. Yeah, exactly. If you keep, if you keep asking me questions, that's not harassment. No, it's um, not. It's it's these people are stupid. They are stupid. Oh, you're going to seek some legal advice because someone on Twitter said you're lying. Well, guess what? I'll <laughs> I'll say it again on video. <laughs> you're lying. Um, it, it, it's that simple. All, all I ever did was ask for proof that this person yeah. was. Uh, well, I've blocked it now. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I've hey, Right, doctor says she was humiliated by flight attendant over daughter's dirty diaper and placed on no-fly list. Oh, again, the independent. What the fuck is going on with the independent? Did, did you say doctor said? Yeah, doctor. What? What 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 relevance does her being a doctor have? No, it has no relevance whatsoever. No, exactly. Yeah, no exactly. relevance at all. Oh, oh. 
it's like, it's like for example, if you if there's a mass shooter in the United States, yeah, right, they'll say mass shooter unless it's a white person. Then they'll say white shooter. Yeah, yeah. That's... Well, actually, if it if they're not white, they might not even bring it up. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, what what does this stuff matter? What does yeah. this stuff matter? What does it matter? This person was a doctor. What matter? What does it matter if, if 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 the shooter was white, black, brown, or fucking a rainbow unicorn? What does it matter? It doesn't. Right, here's a good one. Here's a good one. UK lenders urged to maintain support for businesses and households. How's that working out for you, John? Oh, it's fucking working out great. <laughs> Yeah, I've lost one business, the other one's on its fucking knees. How's that that working out for you? Um, Are the UK lenders offering you any support, John? Mm, Not really, no. No, no, they've closed ranks, haven't they? Yeah, they wouldn't give us a Sybil's loan, but they gave us a bounce-back loan. And then that probably fucked you over more than, than it helped. Yeah, because we're now starting to have to pay it back, and yet we aren't. We only need enough money because we're still in restrictions. Exactly, it's it's ridiculous. Um, it's it's absolutely crazy. We're losing money now. It's crazy. So be, I imagine you. I imagine you're losing money hand over fist. You're not just losing. It's getting to the point you're going to go. Enough's enough. Uh, and do you know what? Like, I can, well, we can joke about it, but it's very serious. It's very serious shit. I mean, that's yeah. that's your that's your kid's future. That's yeah, that's your family's. It's not just my kids' future. I've got, I've got what five people working for me just now. Well, exactly. You got five people working for you. That's that's food on their tables. Yeah, and 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 it's all that tax that gets paid to the government by them and us, and yeah, that all disappears. The rent to the council that all disappears. Everything just goes. Yeah, and it, it it seems to be that that's what. The government wants, they just want to leave small business in the fucking dark. I can understand it fully. They want you, they want you dependent on them. They want you dependent on them because we won't be here. They'll be, well, yeah, but the the business is just gone. So the thing is, when all these businesses are gone, all these small businesses, right, and you've only got super corporations who don't pay tax anyway, remember. Right, because they have the ways and means of squirreling the money away. Who's going to pay to run the councils? Because there's nobody left. This is it. This is it, John. Where's the money going to come from to fund the NHS? Where's it going to come from? Yes, exactly. Where's it going to come from? Um, and the sanctimonious NHS workers that have basically lauded themselves up as some kind of gods and heroes these last 16 months when they're out of a job who are they going to blame who are they going to blame when they're out of a job and and do you know what they will be out of a job many of them will be out of a job because how we how we meant to afford to employ 1.2 million people when there's no money coming in john um you can't you can't i mean the fucking the nhs is not sustainable not in its current form at least no no, it's not and and the thing is the, the NHS is now so far in backlog, right? It would cost you 
it would cost you billions and billions to get that back up to speed. Yeah, I mean, there's 12, over 12 million people on waiting lists. Over 12 yeah. million people on yeah, waiting I mean, lists. We're talking waiting lists must now be in the region of five, six years, yeah? Let me reiterate what I said. Um, what I said, and I will, I will, I will fucking die on this hill, right? Because I was there, John, five nights a week in March and April 2020. I was inside a major hospital, mm-hmm. fucking five nights a week, and I was able to just hobble along anywhere I wanted, except yep. the ICU, obviously. Yep. And it was dead, John. There was nobody fucking oh, I, there. I know, I know, and and we had the same thing because. We, we have very close contact with a nurse who worked in a COVID ward in Glasgow's biggest hospital. In fact, that's not Glasgow's biggest, it's Scotland's biggest hospital, right? So she was in a COVID ward and she was posting selfies because she was bored out of her skull. They had three patients. One of them had a cough, right? One of them had uh, pneumonia, not COVID-related, and one of them was really just a waster. So... What the fuck? I mean, I I um I spoke to a woman on my show um who worked six days a week in a COVID ward. Mm-hmm. She called she called in six she worked six days a week on a COVID ward. She worked all the way through this past winter, and she said it got busy, but it didn't even get as busy as a as an overwhelming flu season. Yeah. And do you know how we know that's true? Because yeah. during, during an overwhelming flu season, they show you pictures of patients in the hallways, in the, on the trolleys. Yeah. Now, we didn't see any of that. We didn't see any of that, John, no, because it wasn't happening. I mean... Um, the worst video we've seen was the one from Italy. Oh, my God. I know the one it, you're talking it about. Just everywhere. It was used everywhere and purported to be everywhere. Yeah. In- <laughs> the Italian ICU that was then New York's ICU, that yeah. was then Sydney's ICU. Yeah. And yeah. this this was this really happened. And and yet we're the conspiracy theorists, John. Why yeah. why would they, why would they have to keep doing that? Why yeah. would they why would they do that? And I'll give you another example. One of my close friends, one of my personal friends, works in the executive offices or did, has resigned now in my local trust. Right. She sent me through at two o'clock on a Monday afternoon, a week before Christmas. And I showed everybody on my show. Um, she, sh- she sent me through the real time data for A&E. Yeah. Yeah. So this is it's late December. Right? Yeah. Real time. Real time. Yeah. Zero people. There was yeah. nobody there. Yeah. There was nobody there in, in the red zone or, or the other zone. Nobody. Mm-hmm. The A&E was empty. And. We got uh, there was a headline on the front of um, a newspaper. Uh, might have been the Sun, or, or I can't remember who it was. One of the major ones, and it had the front of our hospital, and it had ambulances all parked outside, and it said yeah. swamps. Right? <laughs> yeah. I got it confirmed, and I've seen the text messages. In fact, I have copies of the text messages from the person who runs the trust that said it was a Getty stock image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. It was a Getty stock image. Those were his words. I've got the text message. I've got you, a screenshot of it. This is this is the thing I find weird in France, right? You never, you never see it. You see an ambulance about once every month, but once yeah. a month, you never, never see an ambulance. It's John. weird. The French, 
the French are all hypochondriacs, right? So if um, if the French have have a sniffle or anything, they go straight to the doctor. So they're hypochondriacs. What? Yeah, but this is the thing that worries me because the, the biggest ants, vaccine refusers. No, well, yeah, but they're the yeah they're, they're the biggest. France is the biggest vaccine refusals or not refusals. What would you say it? They've got the lowest vaccine uptake in all of Europe, right? Yeah. They're more anti-vax than any anybody in Europe, yet they're all fucking hypochondriacs, right? So the French get a sniffle to run to the doctor. You go to you 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 go to work two days in a row with a cough, and somebody at your work will say, "You need to go and see the doctor." If they're French, right? Yes. Yeah. And 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 if you're British and you go to the doctor and you haven't been for like a year, they'll go, I haven't seen you for, I haven't seen you for a year. What's been going on? Are you all right? And they're like, yeah, yeah it's absolutely fine. That's why you've not seen me. Oh, well, you should come in for a checkup anyway. The French are all fucking hypochondriac. They're nuts. They are nuts. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's amazing the things you find out about different cultures because they are, they are fucking nuts. Yeah. And they're, as well, it's even they come into a pub. Yeah. So you, 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 the British tend to, to um, I, I, any British person tends to indulge in one or more drinks at a time. No, no more than one drink at a time. So you go into a pub, you'll have two or three at least. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm not counting you because you're an oddball because you don't drink. But, <laughs> but you know, most most British people that go to a pub will have two or three drinks. Right? Yeah. So the French, they come into a pub, they sit down, maybe six of them, they'll have one drink, and then they'll all get up and go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably a really good thing because they don't binge drink at all. It's just a completely it's a completely different culture and it takes a bit of getting used to. You know, it's but the hypochondriac thing was bizarre. I didn't realise that we're so fucking we're at the doctors, we're going to the doctors, we'll do this, we'll go to the doctors, you know. I mean they they get they get a, a boo boo and they'll go to the doctors. It's bizarre. Yep. Yep. It's it's um it is bizarre. It, it, well, it's good in 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 some respects because some respects, yeah. it, it it is good. But um, I don't know, man. Like our culture I'm, is. I'm trying to steal those other pencils up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't even grab the ones you've got. Look, I can. I can no, try I've lost my hand. Look, when I put my hand up, it disappears. John's drunk, everybody. It's finally happened. Uh, John has got himself. Uh... I mean, you, you have to get to the point where, you know what, you've got you've got to get something to relieve the tension, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. And on that note, John, I think you should um, you should probably do an outro because we're at three fucking hours. No way. Three hours. This is a record. Yep. Just as well, I've, just as well, I've moved to a hosting plan that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't charge for uploads. You know what? Um, uh, uh, this has been a, a a bit of a cathartic session for me, um, yeah. because I did vent a bit. So it's did I. Not, it's not been as much fun as we normally have. We've I tried. 
Yeah, no, I think we've both been a bit down, I think, because of recent events. And and, and I'd like to apologise for the to the audience for that, because normally we actually have way more fun than it's we've true. had. We do. And um, I'd, I'd like to think that we'll manage to pick it back up. Well, Sunday I'm going to drink. Sorry? Sunday I'm going to drink. Yeah, well, I, th- I, I think we had to go through this because we've not had a bad... We've not had a doom and gloom session really, and you know, with things happening the way they are just now, I think we had to we had to address it, and yeah. we had to go there and and kind of work it out. But I think um, I think we'll we'll get back on track. Yeah, I, I believe so. And I mean, yeah. obviously, I, you know, everyone that comes to my shows knows that whilst I do do the rants and the doom and gloom and stuff like that, and we do the serious yeah. interviews, we try to have fun with it. That's, you know, I ultimately we want people to come away from these shows thinking but smiling. Um, yeah. And um, that has kind of been possible for some points of today. But for the most part, it has been... Um, yeah, and, it's been... It's been it's been hard. I will not apologise, right? Because I'm done apologising for for trying to advocate for people that you know, like me, for people that maybe ultimately don't have a voice. Um, yeah. And like I say, I'll speak to these people. I speak to elderly people. I, I speak to um, I speak to other disabled people all the time. And the overwhelming message is: leave us the fuck alone and, and live your life, right? And yeah. and not only that, there's there's it's going to be, we fear, a lot of us fear, there's going to be a backlash against us because we were used as an excuse to fucking lock you down, to hold you up, to, to destroy your lives. We were used as an excuse yeah. and we yeah. didn't ask for it. We didn't ask for any of this. And, yeah. um, and we've not done anything to deserve it. Well, well this, is, this is it. But, but the elderly, the most, I feel like there's going to be... Um, Resent a lot of resentment, a lot of resentment towards the vulnerable, uh, especially you know, J- John here, right? L- this is the reality. John here sits here and has a conversation with me every week. But once again, if he was not, if 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 he was in the frame of mind of the believer, maybe down the line, the fact that he's lost his business, he would start resenting me for it, you know, because these people. These people are holding us up as the paragon, as as uh, we are the people that need to be fucking protected. And we're doing all of this for people like my benefit. And and you didn't ask us. You just didn't ask us what we wanted. And that's... I'm, I'm sorry. I know I am sorry. No, no. I, I think you're 100% right, because if, I, I firmly believe if you went into a care home today and asked people what they wanted, they said, let me see my fucking family right now. Yeah. I, agree. I don't care. I don't care if I die tomorrow. I want I, to see. I want to see my kids. I want to hug them. I want to talk to them. Yeah, I agree. That's I, what. No, well, I'll give you. Uh, so when they say that the, the NHS its first um, first priority is to do no harm, we'll go back to Lisa, uh, who who has been in my chat tonight. She's uh, she's a woman. She has cancer. Her mother is in a care home. Uh, well, between a care home and a psychological unit because she's breaking down with dementia. Um, she's in the psycho- psychiatric unit at the moment. Last July 2020, and I've seen these hospital papers with my own eyes. I've seen them with my own eyes. I've got a copy in my inbox. The NHS said that her, this is on paper, that her dementia, her Alzheimer's, was deteriorating. And it says due to social isolation, thanks to the lockdowns. Now, if the first fucking uh, 
priority yeah. of the NHS is to do no harm. Yeah. Why on earth, when they've written that down themselves on that paper, that the lockdowns have caused the, the deterioration of her dementia, would they then go on to continue to do it? Yeah, yeah. Why? And that, that's that's it's these things I can't get my head around. Um, she wants to see her kids. She wants to see her grandkids. She wants to see her fucking great-grandkids. She wants to see these people before she passes. She lost her husband. She lost her husband last March, last April time. Just as, just as, just as, just as all of this was starting, her husband died. And then they took her away and they locked her away from everybody. Yeah. I would, just, just before all this kicked off, back in November 2019, um, I was working for a major high street bank. And right. one of the people that worked in there, her um, her mother was dying. She was in a care home. She was dying, and she was taking time off to go and see her. And she took more and more time off as her mother became progressively ill. And she went to see her, and she was seeing her more and more often. And then her mother died in Dece late December 2019. And you know what? In retrospect, that's the best thing that could have happened for that woman. Yeah. Well. Um... Because if that had happened any later, she'd have died alone. Yeah, and it's true. And how many, how many have had to suffer through that? And not yeah. just not just elderly people. I mean, uh, there have been kids. There have been kids that died alone in hospitals that had to see their family on an iPad, and that was a choice. That was a choice. That was nothing to. That was a choice, and I'm sorry, but it was. And and yeah. if those family members were dying anyway, if those people were dying anyway, what was the problem? What yeah. was the problem? Why do you need to protect someone that's dying? Thousands uh, died alone. Thousands died hundreds alone. Hundreds of thousands died alone, John. It's hundreds of thousands. Sick. It's sick. It is sick, and it's it was a choice. Sick. And it's a sick, sick society that allows that. And it's a sick, and and it's sick that these healthcare professionals, the so-called healthcare professionals, will sit there and attack me for pointing that out, mm -hmm. for pointing that out. Yep. And I, I, like I'm the bad one. I, I'm sorry, but they, they, one of the things they kept saying to me earlier on was, "We want to advocate for for the people that can't advocate for themselves." Really, really, is that what you want to do? Because if so, then you better start speaking up in in favour of uh, people in care homes. There are very, very few people that can't advocate for themselves. If you think about it in real terms, yeah. most people most people can articulate what they want. Even yeah. when they're dying, they can articulate what they want. Yeah. So these people are out of order. They are out of order. I agree. I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly. They are they are out of order, and they want to shut down an actual disabled person who yeah. is trying to advocate for himself yeah. and all of the other disabled people and elderly people that I have spoken to and that I speak to regularly. Um, and th this is the thing: I have them. I have a, I have a phone line. I have a, an ability for people to speak for themselves, and I give them that platform. Yeah, my audience isn't huge, but I give them that platform and i let them say what they need to say uncensored and uh, who else is doing that who else is doing that not many not, not many. many at all not many and on that and note with that i'd like to sign off from france so it's me john yeah saying good night and um it's not been the most uplifting of episodes but i think it's it's one that had to be said so yeah. thank yeah. you for listening and Join us next week. Well, this coming Sunday. 
yeah, join us this coming Sunday where maybe things will be a bit lighter and we'll be back onto our more conversational and funny groove. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Ben. Thank you for coming along. Um, you know where to find us. Uh, ChasingLiberty.life for uh, my good friend John here. Uh, you can uh, help help him out. You can drop him a coffee on that website if, if you can afford to. Uh, once again, with me, it's www.centmedia.co.uk. And if you can help out towards uh, our building of the new studio, we're trying to rush it through now. Um, any help is great, we, which you can do through the Buy Me A Coffee link. But if you can't afford to, don't worry. These conversations will always happen. My conversations will always happen. It will always be free and that is our pledge to you so thank you all for joining us and uh, i will end chasing descent uh, completely and utterly now no talking afterwards good night ha- have a good night everybody <laughs> good night john good night
gravity on my condition. 